attention. Attention all you beautiful people that sit at home and play your G.I. Joes, feeling less manly about yourself. Well, good news for you. If you're sitting on the couch, listening to your mom yell at you and make you meatloaf, well, I need you to hop on Valiverse.com. Yes, at Valiverse.com. You can get the finest not G.I. Joe figures for $31.99. Yes, that's $31.99. Make you feel more manly as opposed to Hasbro's insanity when it comes to, oh, I get shooting arms and I don't get fist hands. I don't know why this is a thing, but if you go to Valiverse right now for $31.99 and $8 shipping, you can get the finest figures anywhere. And this is only a parody. I'm only promoting this because I've been getting figures like crazy. Enjoy. Yeah. You want to mess with a yachty? <laughs> Come. <laughs> I need you to uh, immediately. I need you to cut that and turn it into a thing. Oh my god! What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's going on, my guy? How you doing? I, I'm good. I I just spent the last. Um, three no, hey, about three hours listening to a toy podcast, and the guy that was that talking fun. about dollars, homie, was on a harangue for the for the entire three hours. It was funny. It was like legit funny, calling <laughs> out all the all, all calling out all the craziness on on toy companies. But enough about me. Okay, what about you. What's going on? <laughs> oh, nothing much, man. Just been uh hanging out today i've been just reading comics today it's been a it's been a pretty good one uh, i'm getting into sins of sinister today and i'm halfway through and i'm in, i'm enjoying it thoroughly uh, does this pick up from immortal x-men 10. it does it very much does In my it, understanding it, that people die i saw one thing i'm like no yeah people are people are dead and uh of course you know living in this nuclear cohen age people come back to life but how they come back will be indicative in how the sins of sinister works and i won't give any spoilers for anybody but just know this man within the first 10 pages you realize that this man has systematically been planning this since the beginning and we've all known it but now we see the plan on foil, and I just can't wait for y'all to read it because it's it's amazing. It's, and, it's amazing, and, guys. And, and those wondering, oh, we will talk about this because it has been on my Be it has been on my feed. It has been on my feed. I saw oh, yeah. a picture of a certain character that we both care about. Not taking mm-hmm. a bow. Not taking yeah. a bow. So. And I know I was like, you've probably seen some of my videos too. Yeah, that it's uh yeah. it's it's getting mm-hmm. it's getting serious. I'm just gonna let you know spoilers. If you haven't read it, don't watch my next video that I'm gonna post. <laughs> oh I mean, I know I'm gonna read it. I'm not I'm not really I'm not worried about spoilers. Okay. Because because okay. truth That's be told, the internet cannot hold themselves. They just can't. Mm-hmm. They just oh I need to spoil everything. Yeah, yeah. That's why I try to make sure I stay away from my, especially my Twitter, because my t- my King of Course Twitter is basically all comics all the time, and I, I get ex spoilers literally every day. And I will admit that I am getting better on my TikTok. I'm either doing comedy or comedy. you are. I am getting you are. better. I am getting better. That is my. That is you my. Uh, that is my. Uh, 
TikTok goal for 2023 is to get more content out. So I'm sorry right. you did the numbers. You have been actually getting better. I'm, and guys, for those who don't see it, I'm, I'm clapping for him right now because he has been. Yes, it is a slow clap. Oh, um, it, <clears throat> let's get this out the way now. Mm-hmm. You got sick, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me explain to uh, mm-hmm. the audience. So, yeah, oh, wait, I, I'm sorry about the... List. Welcome to the Life Rounds podcast with Aaron and oh, Antonio. Yeah. And if you don't like our views on comics and toys and whatnot, get the step in. Right. And as always, support your local comic book shops, of course. Yes, yes, because comicsology is no longer about to be a thing. What? Oh, they you just... haven't heard. Let's save it for the comic book news. Right. Okay. We'll save it. We'll save it. But yeah, we're we'll make sure, and also pre-order your books, people. Pre-order your books. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. back to yeah, last week. I, I want to apologize to the listeners because I I had a I had a bit of a how do you say turn up, and I may have overextended my voice and I wasn't able to do my our season two episode of Young Justice like I wanted to. But you um you know early. and my man's like we, Yeah let's go it, I, I, I was just doing a lot of screaming. <laughs> so I was I went to a friend I went to a friend's uh poetry reading and then I was being a very supportive friend guys. Um but yeah it just it ended up being me losing my voice, but that's okay. You know, we ball. Roses <laughs> we red, violets are blue. I lose my voice. Now, how about you? And your co-host here. And your co-host here was not the supportive person oh, no, that no, you no, would no. think. <laughs> um, he. He laughed at me the whole way through. He said, your voice sounds horrible. And I was like, okay, thanks, bud. That's that's my friend. Come on now. That's my friend, ladies and gentlemen. Um, (laughs) I will roast you first, but then I'll make sure you're okay. It is common amongst how I treat people like family. I'll roast you first. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Because y'all and all know sure you it'd be your family. It'd be your family that do the best, <laughs> to do the worst. It'd be your day ones. It'd be your day ones. <laughs> your family do you the dirtiest, and that's my, the problem. My, my, my baby sister just got her ticket to come out here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, oh, we're yeah. About to, yeah, we're about to be three hours in a car together, and that road session is going to start. It's probably going to start when she gets off the plane. I give her five minutes before, hey, you look fat. I will kick you in your kneecaps. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in other news, look, uh, look, guys, all joking aside, I want to talk about toys, and I just thought about the perfect person to talk to with. So it's just mm-hmm. we got to get them together on the podcast, and we could all just flow. So we will get okay. back to toys. It's just if you're buying Hasbro and you're dealing with these price hikes. These price hikes, I feel for you. I feel for you. Like, like, I, I have to finish X Men, and that is going to be it for me. They did a pre order for a spy. They, they did a pre order for a Spider Man, based on the game that's coming out. They're testing the waters. They're charging thirty four ninety nine for this figure. 
For what? The Marauders? No, no, no. For uh, the PS2 Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you okay. now it, normally I'd be okay with this if you were getting like a full set of hands, webs, and all that. You only get two sets of hands. That's it. And some web and some web stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, killing me. That's why I'm like I'm all big on Val- Valiverse. Oh yeah, and, and um, yeah. Real quick, just for just for humor, did you look at your TikTok today? Um, I I slid through a little bit. I sent you something. Then you must have said that to send me like in the afternoon then. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. What did you send me? Get, uh, oh, no, I'll let you watch it. I'll give you a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at it real time. Give me a moment. <laughs> I am actively looking. Because my wife sent it to there me. There it is. And the and first thing that pops up, hold on. Let me put y'all on mute real quick. <laughs> While he's doing that, listen, how's everybody doing? What's going on? I hope everybody is okay. And we just got Aaron <laughs> Because I'm screwed. <sighs> Come on. You probably should unmute yourself at this point. I don't understand. I don't understand, Miley Cyrus. You're right. Uh, that was y'all. Y'all. Let me tell you about. Let me tell. Let me. T- that stressed me out. So the viewers that don't, who obviously don't have eyeballs and didn't see what I said, my co-host just sent me a video of this lady who has like pet rats, Ooh, and she just like trained them to run up on her. That I, the way, like when I tell y'all the way I screamed just now, like. The way I screamed, that's why he was laughing like that. Because the way I I made such a both hands scream, like, because what in the, the carcassity? I will, I will not have it. I and what in the that's a good she got all the carcassity and I won't have it. She got all the carcassity and I won't have it. Not in my Christian home, not in this Christian home. I will not. I will not. Uh, not that her bio is my cute rat family girl throw the whole thing away oh god Uh, throw your life away baby oh jesus that video stressed me out y'all like that that i I need to take i need a i need a cigarette and i don't even smoke a cigarette like i need your facial expressions made that stress me perfectly that stressed me out i need my wacky spanky because that made me mad like what is that it's okay, Ooh, I need a drink. It, it, it just... <laughs> you okay? <laughs> she had all the carcassity, like, and I'm I'm very upset at her. Like, I'm disappointed at her family for not telling her that's not okay. Oh God! Right. Let's move on before I get stressed out about this rat family she got. Oh y'all. And, and... And I will probably share, I will on, on my TikTok, Antonio Life Rant 82 on TikTok, I will share a reaction because it is <laughs> hysterical. Oh, my oh God. God. I'll oh, approve okay. it. Comic I'll news. Approve Let's it. go. Tell, tell the world what's going on. Oh, um. so as I was just saying, Sense of Sinister is right here at the cusp and we are finally getting the full 
scope of what's happening. Um, of course, they said that it's going to get we're going to get the first year, the ten, then skip to 10 years and then go to 100 and then to 1000. So we'll finally get to see some of the characters we saw in Hoxpox, uh, like Rasput- um, Rasputin, who I am very excited to see again because that was my girl. Um, but under that, I, yeah, right. Who's a mixture okay. of Kitty, Colossus, uh, Quentin Choir. Um, I believe there's one more, but they haven't explained who he is. That he, that other guy's very vague. Um, but we're gonna get a lot of things. I think we're and we're also in Marvel news. We're getting an along with Adam Warlock, we're getting an Eve Warlock who will debut in the new uh, Ron Mars run. So that'll be fun. I I, I think that's. Uh, I was like, maybe it's his daughter. Yeah, the face. Yeah. Then on the DC mm-hmm. side, the yes. Titans are the premier team. Right. That, I, really I was just about to get into I, it. I, while I am happy for this, I extremely am. Read it, ooh, written by the extremely talented Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor, if you are yes. are not picking up that Nightwing run, you are doing yourself a disservice. Go pick up that run. Right, Tom Taylor is on a on a roll right now. Like, he hell, his um him. his run for Superman, um, Man of Tomorrow with Jonathan Kent is amazing yeah, too. And I'm like, it's, it's this good. is crazy. Like he he's doing some things for uh, for Marvel. I've been mean, for Marvel for DC you right know, now. And I'm, I'm loving read it. His Dark Ages, that's for Marvel. His deceased for DC. It, oh, man, guys, you're missing out. Get on this run. Get on this run early. Yeah. So I have a truth that I um that I have to say right now about DC that I never thought because I was one of those people who always give this person shit for buying this. Um, I recently bought an action comics. I actually bought a Superman comic this week, and um, <laughs> wait, I wait don't know how to feel about myself. Um, it's the Super Family one, uh, with the the new family, uh, the whole Super Family with Natasha Irons and everything. So did you read yeah. the John and Lois? I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. I got it the I other day, and I was like, it. I'm going to read it because um. I was like, I'm going to have me a DC day and I'm going to sit down and read all my DC because I still have my last issue of Historia three, number three to read. So I'm just going to like sit there and like read it all. But oh, um, since we're talking about DC today, guys, yeah. uh, Wally West, Jeremy Adams, there's this crossover, I guess it's a storyline called um, One Minute War. One Minute War. Where all the, mm-hmm. Yeah, where all the flashes are teaming up. If you wanted to jump in on Flash, now's the time. Because it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to get crazy from there. The first issue, it don't look good for certain characters. Get on this book. Get on this book. Stop. Pre-order your books. Like we say all the time, support your local comic store. Yes. Pre-order always. Oof, right oof. they make a it makes all the difference y'all if y'all want to see these books and please make sure you do it comicology is about to be a thing i think people are slowly dropping off with so, so support your local comic store right seriously right but back to this um 
the Superman thing. Uh, yeah, I bought that. I'm I'm going to be one of those people because I, I definitely gave my friend uh, shit the other day because uh, he's a Batman. He claims that he doesn't love Batman, but he buys a lot of Batman comics, guys. It's like he buys a lot of Batman comics. And I'm like, you like Batman. You don't want to admit that to yourself, but you like Batman. And um, I had to have like a little intervention with him. And he, he came to the conclusion that, yeah, I think I do like Batman. <laughs> I can uh, tell you on any given day that Batman's written, being written better than Black Panther. That's exactly what I've been hearing. I, I but I don't know. It's, Wait, maybe recently, maybe recently. I don't know because these because I've read up to like issue number eleven of eleven or ten of Black um Black Panther, and um it's uh it's pretty solid. Like I'm I'm loving the the identity crisis going through, even though some of it is very unjustified, but. Yeah. And yeah, like for some characters. a lot of some of it, some of it, but like his his character is kind of on beat, especially the way. But the way they write Storm in it is very great. Um, they yeah. do they write her very good in that. Um, I think they also write Shuri as well. But the I've been hearing great thing about the Batman comic, so I'm not gonna hold you. Um, and of course I've been hearing great things about the Nightwing comic as well because. Hell, I Tom almost Hale bought one. Mm-hmm. Get oh, get you know, guys, guys, if y'all want real street level Batman, I am Batman's your best bet. Like, you don't want to deal with the craziness of Gotham? Get on, get on, I am Batman with Jace Fox. Please um, support Jace Fox. God, I'm I, doing a disservice. I'm trying to remember the writer's name and I can't. John Ridley. I think it's John Ridley. Yes. Is it John Ridley? Okay. Yeah, it's John Ridley. You know what? Oh, Let me make sure. sure. Give, give me like 30 seconds. Let me make sure. Right. John really, it is. Okay, it's John really. Yeah, guys, mm-hmm. if you want just regular street level Batman, that's that that. Because set in New York. We need we need more we need more black families in the Bat family. <laughs> Get on that book. Look. I support that because we need more black it's, families it's in the bat family. So we, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, yes, and yeah, I, I I actually love Jace Fox, and I, I kind of wouldn't mind him having more of a prominent um, thing. I would love for him to, because you know, because oh back oh yeah, for this Titans news though, the Titans of course they said will be like the mainstay care um team going mm-hmm. forward in the dawn of DC, but of course um my co-host told me that they're going to be bringing back Justice League as well. So I hope that they expand more on the other characters of the Justice League in that Justice League. Like I can we can deal with I can deal with the old Justice League having their own like stories i just would appreciate it like if it was just not like in the the main continuity books you know what i mean give the other characters a chance to shine and do other things and that way you can give other characters like jace fox and nubia and everybody else a chance to thrive in these other places you know what i mean i know what i want to see if the just league book is legit and it is coming out have them protect the multiverse have the old guard Protect the yes. 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 Right. Like. 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 I was like. Uh. There was one. I was like. Um. 
I saw something that someone was like, uh, they should be, they should be like upgraded to like a, like go through like God missions, like something that only they could do. And I would, I would like that, that the multiverse thing is a great way to do that. So that way they're still having their own books. We can all, the people who want them can get them, but it gives us a chance to get to know a real dawn, a new dawn of BC and get to know other characters because, um, let me ask you one question. Why have we not seen Naomi in... Why did we not see the, Naomi in, the um, in Dark Crisis? Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, that. That we've only saw her... We saw her in the very Ooh. beginning of Dawn of DC, of, of Dark Crisis, and that was one scene. But she that was a perfect time for them to show more of her and give her a, t- a chance to shine because yeah her first book did good and the show didn't do as great as they wanted it to i i liked it but you know i could see you know for those who didn't like it i could see why but um it's, it was one of those things you're not gonna like the answer hmm? like adam yeah oh for sure i could definitely see that there, I, i'm not I'm surprised about sure that at all. there was an editorial mandate that, hey, Black Adam's got a movie coming out. Can we, right. can we need we to push him. Spotlight Black Adam. And um Right. And of course with the red wedding at the um WB at CW, I mean, with, with the cancellation of everything. <laughs> they said oh, no, we're not we they need this, canceled no. Titans and Doom Patrol finally. I saw that and I will not have it in my Christian home. I am I just saw that as we were <laughs> as I was setting up. I was so furious. I, I I hope this is gonna be one of those things where they find a way to bring it back because the especially the way they end them. We'll see. I'm praying and I'm manifesting for Sorry about that, minor snafu. Continue, brother. But yeah, I I pray to the old gods and the new that a petition comes out and that um I can sign that and they can bring Titans and uh, Doom Patrol back because I said it before and I say it again, Doom Patrol is the adult version of Legends of Tomorrow and I need it. It is. I didn't realize that I needed it until I needed it and I, it's a good it's a good one and I just it won't go the way of these the good shows that they had like star girl of course it the the last season dropped off a little the the third season dropped off and that's why it didn't last but it was still a good show and it had potential to be a great show like hell swamp thing had the potential to be a great uh had a better on uh, to be a great and better show but it was canceled before its time this will not be one of those things guys i i'm i'm furious about that and i, I feel I passionately feel like, i feel like james gunn would bring it back because it's one of those quirky shows Titans is in the yeah. mm, I don't know. Uh, it depends. Because a lot of people have been talking about this season. Like, if you haven't seen the, like, the uproar of it, it's like people have been starting to, like, actually appreciate the um, the Titans for what it is now. And especially with the, um, them bringing Brother Blood into it and him being played by the uh, the actor who plays the um Klaus Michelson I I just he he's a great he's a it's a great season and um they've even like um brought her what is her name um Raven's like iconic white suit out like it's it's getting good um but yeah um Brother Blood played by Joseph Morgan it is like top tier and I think a lot of people are seeing the Titans for what it is so I, I kind of hope that they bring it back, but I'm, I'm I will keep manifesting for them. <laughs> uh, 
the subject we are going to talk about. I hope that Jay's done. And this is my opinion that they let give Young Justice its final season. But, or final two. I say I give you two. Final two seasons. Because you do have to mm. finish it. You left on a cliffhanger. Again. Mm-hmm. People, right. I don't want people to wait another five years to finish the show. I want the show to finish. But you have to know right. that with all the craziness that goes on in D.C., you gotta know that your your numbers, you, you, there was time for your puncher card. Right, and you would think like, and honestly, we all know that the real thing that's messing up these seasons being really renewed for another season is the HBO Max, you know, drop or um, stopping, you know. All right, ex- oh, that's ugh, gross. Uh, but yeah, like when we we all know that that's the big thing that's conflicting this because a lot of shows don't know where they're going to go and discovery isn't going to take all of these shows. So we got to see what happens and where they want to sell them. And you would think HBO was, cause I thought HBO max was doing pretty good, but, um, you know, at least better than Netflix, but you know, Hmm. Man, it I, look. I don't know. Like they, cause the, when you know that when they are taking original shows of that they made off of their uh, off of their server, that's how you know that there's a problem. Like they have a cute little show, Infinity Train. A show that show almost kind of changed my life. <laughs> it, it, like it's a cute little show about like people going on a train literally to better themselves, and you don't realize until the end of the show. It's it's an amazing little show and like whoever can find it you should watch it, but um yeah like it you would think that they're doing better, but you know who say la vie I guess, but um since we're into HBO Max and since we're talking we might as well get into the topic uh, the big topic of it and uh, get into so Young Justice have- season two, Young Justice one and two as a New Yorker I'm gonna do it in my best New Yorker voice so <clears throat> while. Well, uh, I need you to stall for a second. I got you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're about to get into the Young Justice uh, Season 2. And uh, Young Justice Season 2 was a pretty good, you know, jump uh, jump from Season season 1. Of course, as most of us know, we get a five-year jump in, in the first episode. And we had to kind of reconcile with that, but... Of course, we will get into the falls, the rises, and the developments of what season two is. So, uh, you ready to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out, check it out. So, yo, previously on Young Justice, yo, these these five kids, well, one, two, these three kids became sidekicks, right? Then these sidekicks formed the team and became heroes. Then the team of heroes recruited another hero, right? Then another hero turned out to be a clone of another hero and a villain. And then that villain is just a whole nother mess. Then later on, they added a girl hero, right? Then another girl hero. Then it's like a whole whole family. Of, like they just build a family, right? Then, you know, they, they, you know, they're cool. They're feeling each other out. They're learning each other as they do. And, you know, you know, secrets are revealed. Uh, problems are revealed. You know, the Justice League be on that BS. 
and then I, and then they just figure out that there's a dark shadowy force at work and they're just doing their thing right so then these 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 kids are trying to figure out that why this shadowy organization is trying to f shit up for the justice league so justly is all like yada yada blah 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 they're trying to figure this out but they can't so it's up to these one two robin aqualad superboy kid flash miss martian art uh Artemis, Satana, so it's seven, and then Rocket at the end, which I, I I don't even know why that's a thing. They just they just just do the black girl at the end. But that's a whole other story. Don't disrespect my don't disrespect my Rocket. I'm trying to be disrespectful. It is fact. They just literally threw her at the end. That's what they did. Yeah, true. No, 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 true. no play, no nothing. So let me get back to my point. So yeah, they just trying you know trying to figure out the shadowy organization. So the shadowy organization, they damn near win. Let's be clear, they damn near win. You know, you know, giant star, the starfish is a thing. They they beat the Justice League. They won the day, but unfortunately, during while they won, the Justice League did some stuff out in space that wasn't supposed to. And we have our cliffhanger for season one. And that was the black man being interviewed on the newscast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 I got, I, I, I'm, I'm ready for two. I'm ready for two. Just. <clears throat> So now we jump into season two. Season two is five years later, which I, I got to get on my soapbox a little bit. Five years later. Why? Why? Because there's stuff in that ha- happens in this five years that they reference. And we don't see it play out on camera. You literally have to buy a video game or read a comic book, which, by the way, it's a whole thing. We're, we're getting that. So it's five years later. The team has grown up. Our young justice league if you will they grow up they they're doing stuff they're protecting the world as they should but then there's another shadowy or alien whatever you prefer alien conspiracy at work it starts with the croatans they look like little crab creatures and they're they're fleeing away but what they don't realize is just a uh, it's just the beginning of signs of things to come you got you got we got new heroes showing up we got old heroes acting uncharacteristic by even comic book standards, <clears throat> Nightwing, Aqualad, Miss Martian. Anyway, so that's a thing, but uh, they go up, up. You have something to say while I keep going? Huh? Yes, I'm oh look! Before you get, before we get it, before you go deep into this, let's 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 do the let's do the breakdown first before we get too deep. Before you go too deep into it, oh, all right? Because you gonna you gonna get into the whole story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so right, so we're gonna stop him right there before he gets too deep into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're go- let's uh let's get into these episodes. So um. So yeah, like you said, in the first in the end of the first season, it ends with you know Nightwing. I mean, not Nightwing, Red Arrow being find out as the traitor of the whole you know shebang, and we find out that a clone, exactly, and he has been a clone since Green Arrow recruited him as as Speedy. That is how long he has been the um been you know a clone, and of course they find out that. He is their friend, and he doesn't have to worry about, you know, there being a whole thing, because it is technically 
the one the, he's the one that they met so it was it was a nice one um, but we find out that he's been programmed to basically th- thrive and try to strive to be a part of the league and that's when his programming will set in and of course we find out everything about the light and how vandal savage is you know basically started this since the beginning of time and we'll get into that episode into season two as well like the full breakdown of that um but yeah like of course at the end we get that battle royale um when the justice league is being controlled by vandal savage and young justice fight them that that was yeah that was But yeah, that but that fight was um that fight was top tier and I'm kind I kind of love it uh I, I did love at the end of course we get Connor and Superman Boston relationship of course and uh we get to see them actually talk <laughs> um but of course we find out at the end of the most important part about the end of season one is we find out that the six main leaguers which is Superman Batman Wonder Woman Miss Mar I'm, I'm sorry Martian Manhunter hot girl and john stewart were controlled for a whole day um and they were missing but they are missing no they were missing for the whole day but they're missing 16 hours of that day that they can't account for so now you good now yeah but yeah it's a now they had to figure out what they did in that time and that's what leads into season two now like my boy says, even two, we get into the five year pass, like a five year jump, which we under I understand why they did it because it was technically five years since it was canceled and it came back. But um no. I needed to know what was going on between that time. But I was like, you know what? They but I'm not gonna lie, after like after like the first yeah, and after I think we said it last time, after the first or second episode, I got used to it and I was like, Okay, I see what happens. Um, but we get a lot of changes in this season, like um, in that five-year jump. Like, um, for one thing, Connor and McGann are not together anymore. Him and Miss Mar- uh, Superboy and Martian, uh, Miss Martian are right. And but like she's n- and she's also dating. Before we go any further, if you're squeamish about the profanity, I just want to let you know up front, it's going to be a lot of that because season two, I cussed out the TV part. It's it, the Connor and Mega thing made me sad. All right, all right, good, good thing. The Connor and what? No, Connor and Megan made me sad. Yeah and no. Um, I I I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we gonna definitely get into that. Oh my god, that was. Ugh. But I was kind of I don't know why, but I was kind of hoping that you know Connor was gonna talk to somebody else, but they never made it happen. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, the first season, like the first part of the episode, we get introduced to new members of the team, um, which is Tim Drake, yes. Batgirl Barbara Gordon, Bumblebee, yes. uh, Lagoon Boy, who is. Who is currently dating Miss Martian? Excuse me, guys. Um, and Wonder Girl, Cassandra Sandsmark, who I love, uh, Bart Allen, Ma- and Mal Duncan. No, that's later. No, they they're all in that. Um, we get to see them in that first episode. Not Bart. Bart doesn't come till like. Yeah. No, not, not because Bart is kid. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
That's who I was missing. That's it. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I got you back. Yes. We complete each other, guys. We complete each other, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, first and foremost, seeing... Um, I'm glad that we get introduced to Wonder Girl and Batgirl fighting Lobo. <laughs> like, that was a cool fight. I, For some reason, I was a little butthurt that... um. Cassandra was uh, Cassandra, well Cassie um, Wonder Girl was younger than Connor because I kind of wanted that to be a, a little relationship at one point I was like I, mean, I want I wanted that to happen it's already established her and Connor her and not, not her Megan and Connor Endgame but boy it is yeah it, it was, yeah it was rough getting that boy let me tell you oh uh, what Right, um, but what uh, what else happens in the first part? Uh, yes, we see Lobo about to assassinate a secretary of state, I believe. Um, and we find out that, of course, it is um, the secretary of state is not actually the secretary of state, but he is a Krolatan in um, in replacing this uh, this government official. And we find out that this leads into a bigger plan, which will lead into the um, to the full season. Now. Later on oh, in, in that episode, we get introduced to G. Gordon, the newscaster guy, which is, who which is voiced by uh, Tim. Hold on. I should know this. I should know this. Uh, Tim Curry. God bless that. Is it? Yeah, it's voiced by Tim Curry. I love that. I love that actually. <laughs> I actually love that. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we get um we get some good um we get some good stuff for um fresh out the gate. We also get introduced to um Static Shock in that season as well, which of course we'll get to. Um oh yeah, Static is one of the guys who we see in the first part of it, I think, isn't it? Um no 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 no. He doesn't get introduced until later. We just get to see like him as Virgil. Yeah, you see him as Virgil. He's not static yet. Yeah. He's not static. Mm-hmm. And, and then um the other person we get to meet who I thought was also strange that yeah yeah you took the words right out of my mouth you took the words right out of my mouth like because I was like what is I was like what is he doing here um and for those who don't know um Adam Strange is a very classic comic book character for DC um he is the one who in but in this um Young Justice he creates Zeta tubes Zeta uh wait Zeta beam tubes um to help the Justice League and everybody transport between worlds and other places um, but we also get to see them teleport to Ran which is the big city where everything starts to happen um, now there he gets to um, we find out what really happened with the characters who were missing for the, six, uh, for the 16 hours and we find out that the <clears throat> that of course on Ram we found out that humans aren't allowed on Earth as well, on that planet as well because of what happened. Would you want to say something? His exact words: "The league is persona non grana," which means if you show up, you get shot on mm-hmm. sight. Mm-hmm. Right, and they had to make it a point to say that they are not so affiliated with Justice League, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and we but yeah, we find out a lot of stuff um that. Of course, the Justice League are kind of persona non grata to a lot of planets interstellarly because of uh, what happened on Rand. Um, but it's through that we find out that um, we get a lot of different stuff. Um, I think when the second episode is what we get, we get the full explanation of what happens. 
Um, but also the first episode, which I loved, um, it, that I loved that they gave, we get to see Tim go on his first leadership mission, Tim Drake, um, as Robin go on his first leadership mission. And I kind of loved that for him. Um, and we kind of see a little bit of Nightwing and his dynamic. Um, but one thing I don't think a lot of people realize that, um, people did, uh, that he, that Nick, um, Nightwing said, um, he says, something about i don't know if i'm ready um but nightwing says just don't die and then there's this like silent moment between them like nah because you remember what happened to the last motherfucker who had your costume right like and like it was one of the, it was kind of that moment where i was like okay as long as y'all kind of acknowledge it but oh yeah he's actually talking about jason yes just don't die. That's it. Jason, if you don't know, Jason was killed by the Joker. If you ever mm-hmm. haven't read that story, it, it, oof, it's bad. Anyway, it's, it's heroin, guys. It, right but yeah because uh, yeah right because obviously we find uh, obviously since we get Tim, we get to see that Jason has died in between that time. Um, but yeah, we get to um, but that first episode like was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, it was uh. That was an intense episode. The five-year gap, but yeah. As a story, well, I'm sorry, a five-year jump, but as a story, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm immediately hooked. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. That was it. All right. It was like, yeah, I was very upset about that. I was butthurt about that. I'm not gonna hold you, but the fact that we get to see, like, the fact that you know the story was compelling enough to where it got me, I was like, okay, I can deal with that. <laughs> um. But episode two, we also um, we get the Zeta Beam team. Um, we get to see the teams who were dispersed in the first part of the episode. On the first part, ep- first episode, we get to see what the other teams are doing. And this team, we get to see Superboy, Miss Martian, and Beast Boy. Um, now, this is the first time we see Garfield Logan as Beast Boy since the first episode. Um, since his episode in season one, um, and that was of course when he met when McGann met her mother his mother who was her like idol and who she envisions herself as um between that time we find uh with this episode we find out that Garfield's mother died in a car crash that was orchestrated by Queen B and with this we get to see we kind of put the pieces together that McGann has took taken in Garfield as like her little as her you know big brother and you know we kind of also find out that we um we find out how he gets his powers is when we find out in the first like in the first season we uh, remember that he had a blood transfusion by mcgann and the result of that was mcgann's shape-shifting ability being sent to him but he has the ability to only morph into animals nothing else um but yeah i love that it's 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 honoring the origin, but just making it more modern. And I yes, exactly. I was like, okay, and especially with like you know him being on a animal sanctuary, you can. I'm glad that that, of course, that's the natural like step that his like powers would take. I kind of I love that they kind of mixed it in. It was a different way. It was a change, but it wasn't too much of a change where it distracted from the story that you like. No, I don't like this. <laughs> um, but. I did um but in that episode we get to see him see a waterfall and he has like this PTSD um 
like response like seeing and envisioning his his mom's car you know falling off the ravine and it takes him to that traumatic place and i'm glad that we kind of see him you know deal with that and going in for it um but in this mission we get to see the relationship oh yeah go ahead so what happens to be spoiled put a pin on that for season three Oh yeah, okay. yeah. His stories get hella compelling. Yeah, hella compelling in the se- especially season four. What? Uh, we gonna yeah to be continued on that, y'all. <laughs> um, but but yeah, there um through this um episode, the second episode, we get to see the relationship, the current relationship between McGann and Connor with Superboy and Miss Martian. And it's kind of very awkward. Um, uh, you can visibly see it and you can tell that there's something that they're not talking about, but you know, and that there's still clearly feelings there, but you know, McGann is with Lagan now and there is a whole dynamic that we haven't really figured out because at this moment we don't really know why they broke up. We just know that they broke up. Um, but we get a first sense of it later on when Miss Martian uses her powers on the Crolatean that took over the body of the sec- of the Secretary of State, and she uses her powers and goes too far with the Crolatean and leaves him comatose and well, no, not even comatose, brain dead. Um, and that's when we first get to see. But she finds out what happens in that that sixteen hour gap at the end of it. We find that out, yeah. Episode three, yeah. That's yeah. That's the yeah. That. Connor was not having it. Mm-hmm. And then on a, on an unrelated note, how are you gonna make Lagoon Boy your your rebound? Right. Like, for real? Right. Data fish. Right. Is this your king? What? <laughs> like what? It's what a, is this? It's. That's a. This is a, that man. I was like, why is Lagon uh, out of everybody? Then, this is then, this is the person. And then, and then I'm sorry, this jackass. Yeah, stay away from her, chum. Oh, oh God, every time. Neptune's beard. Oh boy, <laughs> Neptune's beard. You get on my nerves. Like, get out. Know, get out of here. He just punched him in the face every time. Real talk. Real talk. I was over him. <laughs> I was over him. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, Lagan was doing too much at the, um, for the very least. And I was like, you, like, the fact that he tried to blame her for getting kidnapped. And I'm like, where were you? I was like, bro, you were with her. Like, why is he responsible for not doing something that you should have been? Like, I, you know what? We're going to get into it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, at the end of the episode, we find out, um, that McGann has found out what happens at the end of, um, w- within that 16 hour gap. And, but we also get to see how McGann has changed in that five-year time limit. That she no longer cares for being gentle with people's minds and asking permission. She just takes and you know leaves them however they're going to be because she has a new moral standing that if they're bad guys, then they deserve this. So, and we'll find, and that'll end up being a problem later on in the season, of course. Wink, wink. <laughs> um. But yeah, season three, uh, we find out what happened uh, with them, 
we find out that the Krolantaeans have been secretly making Zeta beam tubes um, and replacing humans for the whole uh, for the whole of the five years that we've been that they've been gone. Um, and we find out the reason the Krolantaeans have um, come because of the um, the Justice League. We find out that the Justice League was on a planet called Rimbor, and on that planet they went on a 16-hour rampage and announced that the Justice League are here and all should beware. First and foremost, let's talk about that 16-hour rampage with Superman, Wonder Woman, a Green Lantern, Hawk Girl, Batman, and Martian Manhunter. You know what they could do in 16 hours, my boy? Like, that planet is trash now. Like, go ahead. Please. Bleep the planet real good. That's real good. They never really specify the planet's destroyed, is it? No, they never specify the planet's destroyed. Um, they they never say that it's destroyed, but I would assume it's in ruins. I think it's. I feel like the planet's still there because the Krolatians have to come from somewhere because they said that they've been zeta beaming them, um, back and forth, and that's where the Krolatians are from. Now we find, yeah, we find out that the Krolatians are actually from that planet. And that's the reason the Krolatians have come to Earth to seek revenge on, you know, Justice League and the people of Earth. And, <laughs> of course, we come to find out later on um, that um, what started the invasion of the attack and watching it all over again, I forgot all about it, to be honest. Um, but we find out that all of this started because this was all orchestrated by Vandal Savage and the Light. Which was Vandal's original plan from jump. From the jump. He Right. Right. And when he and we get to this full scale, his plan, it only gets you think that that's the top of his plan. No, it only gets worse. <laughs> um, but um, in this episode, we get our first look at Calderon. Um, and we get to see that our boy is has has gone to his descent of villainy. Quote unquote. That's it. He is now Black Manta. Oh, oh, like. May I take, may I, may I take Ooh, by all means, yeah. Because it's a Bat Family episode. I'll do it my way. Please do, sir. So, um, yeah, so we get back to Earth. Megan tells Batman what's going on. Batman's like, can you see in this Krolatan's mind? She messes up the Krolatan's mind. Superboy's like, yo, what the f*** is happening here? He tries to check her. She ain't having it. So then it's an awesome team up. It's Aquaman and Lagoon Boy, Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl, Superman, Superboy, and then the Bat family. They go to this place called Molina Island, and then you get the reveal. While, uh, while sneaking into Molina Island, that Aquaman didn't betray the team. Him and Nightwing are working together to bring down the light. So. Yes. Uh, and I, for one, I, but I, I love the, I love this episode because this was a, a legacy emission episode, and I, I love that they got all their sidekicks together, like even like. We get to see Aquaman with Lagoon Boy. I mean, we all. I mean, I assume that we all assume that Lagoon Boy was all was Aquaman's sidekick, but like, 
I- I'm glad that we got to see it, and we also get to see like Tim and Barbara like do a thing. Like, um, one thing that I did like, um, they because we see Barbara like in her element now, like, but we get to see them do a maneuver seven, which is a maneuver that they did um with Superboy in first season that he did with first um first season of him as, him as Robin, and I kind of loved they threw that in there. It was it was a that was a good episode for me, and we finally get to see like our first look at Superman and Superboy like as a cohesive unit as brothers and whatnot. It's I love it, and he called him Con L. I loved it. Like I I I, I damn like I had a tear welled up. I was like. He called him Carnell, and he called him little brother. I was like, "This is this is what I needed. This is what I needed." So, if I may, so the league. Oh yeah, does go what ahead. They do. The league does what they do. They are, they're trying. They realize Aquaman. Uh, Aqualad tells them, "Yo, this island ain't safe. We about to blow it up. Take your information and go." Superman tries to save the Clotans, but Leia Lyon gets blown to crap. Up, oh, dead. Oh no, my bad. I, the only uh, th- and I, I was gonna wait for you. Uh, the only thing I was gonna say was uh, we find out why Aqualad left um, for left oh, the team. I'll get there. I'll get there. I got there. I got there. Okay, I'm about to say. I was like, because you. Okay, so, I got you. So, so since you brought that up, well, I'll, I'll say it now. Aqualad joined to be with his dad, but then you realize later the reason why because Tula died and Aqualad's been hurting for a while now. This is in the right. five year gap. That unfortunately, you have to play a really crappy game to realize what happened. And, and also, the game is crappy. <laughs> I'm still gonna try to find it, guys. I just won't let you guys know that. I, I, I'll find it for all of us. I, I'll play it for all of us. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but we also find out that Aquaman like hid his um, hid the truth of who Calderon's father was from him this whole time. Which another thing that happened in the five year gap. Right, and, and to be honest, like. I would be if I found that out. Like I'd be a little, I'd be a little upset too. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, man, it, it's just it's messed up. And you and I think the way the story plays out is he finds that out all at once. Yes. Like how bad week. Like your right. Your girlfriend dies. You, you you realize your mentor ain't shit. You realize your dad's Kinda. black man. Like what? And. And, you know, this is, Black Man is my favorite villain. He's a murderous asshole hmm. in the comic books. Okay. Here, he's portrayed as, he's still a villain, but he's an amazingly good dad. He's an amazing dad to Calvary. He's an alright father. I, I, I assume we haven't seen his, we haven't seen too much of his dark side, but in the, because I know in the comics, he's a... Uh, He's trying. Yeah, he's a... Uh, he, he's uh, a... Yeah. You know. In the comic book, he's a right, jerk. interpretation. That's it, that's it, that's it. Interpretation, <laughs> his comic is a, the comic is a jerk. Right. Right, exactly. In the comic, but, um, but in you, the show, he's... Black man is still a murderous bastard. Right. But he, he's a father that's trying. I will give you that. Yeah, he's a father that's trying, and I will give you that. Like um, but yeah, we get to see that he's the he gets indoctrinated into the light at the end of that episode, and um, he replaces Ocean Master, and we we find out what happens to Ocean Master later on, of course, in the in the episodes. So, hmm? Episode four. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's do, let's do episode four, because that's a that's a Red Arrow issue. Um. That's the red. That's the Arrow episode. 
Now, now that shit, that Roy's gets not, crazy. Roy's not, okay, so Roy's not in a great place in episode four. Roy right. is basically, he's, he's, in a great spot. He, he's um, a bad guy, steals some money from the guy. Yes. It's, um, it's and, intervent- oh, this, the episode is called Intervention. Now I remember. Yes, it, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, and it's, um, and it's kind of like a throwaway to, like, back in the day, well, his, like, as speed, when he was speedy, when he was, um, of course, as some of you, most of you guys know who are over comics, he was, one of the premier characters who was actually like actively on drugs and he was uh he was going through a hard time in the comics um so it, it was it's a it's a nice throwaway to that um into like his time as in the dark side as arsenal especially like after leanne um and i i love that issue i love that um episode though um but oh yeah i forgot to bring up one thing in episode three um in that gap, they find, uh, we find out the we find the Justice League after finding out what happened. They turned themselves in uh, to the Intergalactic Council and to answer for their crimes on Rimbor, even though you know they weren't responsible technically. And we get to find out the new members of the the Light, which is Felix Faust, Lex Luthor, Clarion, the Devil Boy, Vandal Savage, and now Black Manta. Um. But yeah, that first. Um, but yeah, back to episode four. We get that intervention episode, and who's who's all in it? Um, Green Arrow, Nightwing, Kid Flash, Roy's uncle, who ends up we find out is another clone of Roy Harper, uh, who's going by Will. Yes, he yeah he was the hero called Guardian in the first season, and um, he is no his name is Jim. Um, but yes, and then we also see Black um, Black Canary. Um, and look, Black Canary has been a, has been the silent hero through this whole um, show. To be honest, I'm not gonna hold you. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we get to see Roy going through his crisis of identity, and that is a, a a good little beat I thought for him. Like we get to see that he's clearly they they don't say that he's doing drugs, but come on, he's doing drugs, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. I want to say you got to say, but we know, because <laughs> especially the way he was fighting, the way he needed that money, the, right? The way he said he needed the money, I was like, oh no, I know that. <laughs> I seen that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I did think that that was a good beat for um a Red Arrow story though. Um, him being a clone. I didn't expect it, but I thought it was a really good beat for him. Um, and especially the way they made it a different clone story than Connor's uh, clone story. Like, the way they kind of switched it up instead of making it kind of just like a repetitive thing. But, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of liked it. What do you think? So, can I talk about what happened in that episode? Ooh... What part about the about him finding out about Cheshire? If I may. If I may. Oh yeah, go ahead. So Roy, go off, kid. He basically he, he Roy basically goes home. He tells Arrow, Canary, Nightwing, Holly to go screw. He, he just gets home. Cheshire is waiting for him, and he's like, "Hi, honey, you're home." You they re, you realize that. 
they were husband and wife for a long time. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the husband and wife. Beautiful Leanne. Mm hmm. Like, she left crime. We find out that she also left crime for him. Like, and she gave she gave up the life for you, bruh. And you couldn't like just but she couldn't he couldn't get over not finding Roy. And that's what ultimately broke their relationship up. Um, but yeah, like I was very I was I was like very surprised about that because I was I always wanted to know how they got together and that was a good that was a good story for me. I, and it's crazy when you rewatch this, like did you did you rewatch these seasons and was like I didn't. I didn't even realize that the first time. I was just like, no, like there. My, my, I have a weird habit of when I watch a show, I'll watch it three mm -hmm. or four times. So that's why. That's I, smart. I, 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 like I can commit stuff to memory, which is how I learned to. I have to watch it like three or four times. That's smart, cause look, I was watching this. Like I've seen it probably. I've watched the whole series probably like two, three times, but like sporadically over you know maybe a year or so. But rewatching it like this, I was like, wow, I did not even realize this was happening. I didn't even realize this character was in it and how accurate this was. Like it was, it was legit. Not gonna lie. Um um what else in this um oh yeah but in episode four um we get a we get a look into blue beetle in this episode and what his scarab is for no that's all no it's the beginning um it's a little they talk a little bit about it um in episode four um because episode five is the episode with Jaime. yeah that's where we get the the full breakdown of Jaime and ty um his best friend um but nah his um but with that episode we get to see um a little bit more of how blue beetle got his got his uh scarab now this blue beetle is jaime reyes of course as everybody knows but um he thinks that it is made by ted cord um and it's an artificial intelligence but it ends up being something that ted cord gets killed for we find out that the light actually killed ted cord to get the scarab and when they blew up his office he uh jaime reyes was riding by and that's how he got the scarab um, now, around the end of the episode, we get to see that Kid Flash has retired from superheroing, and that he is now living with Artemis. Um, now, who is also retired, and they're both in they're both in college as well. Um, but we get um, but at the end of that, we also find out, of course, that uh, Roy and Cheshire have a child together, and um, she has given him. Yes, Leanne. Uh, Leanne Harper. I love her. Um, and we, but yeah, we find out that um, yeah, she they have a child together, and she gives him a chance to finally find Roy Harper. She put in all her chips, and now they are actually going to find him. That episode crazy as hell, but we we'll get into it. <laughs> um, now, what did you think about that episode? Did you um did you like that one as much as I did? I kind of really fucked that I episode. I liked it because you got to see Wally and you get to see what happens to Wally. Um, yes. You get to see uh, you get to see Superboy action too. Him going up against uh, Bruno Mannheim as well with Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 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 I like that episode, but. Mm. I want to jump to episode 7. 
All you need to know about episode five. five? No, no, episode six, five and six. Five and six, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. That's not wrong. Episode five, all you need to know is Blue Beetle is trying to save his friend, and the light is abducting kids. And you'll learn why later. We're going to talk about that later. Episode six is Bard Allen. The introduction of Bard Allen. Who has come back to the future, has come back from the past to save mm-hmm. Barry Allen the Flash. Right. And then we get that. Uh, no, he came. He's come back to save Blue Beetle. Oh yes, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And you realize his main mission is to stop Blue Beetle from becoming full on evil. Mm-hmm. And right, and we get that mission of um Roy Harper and Cheshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you get uh, you realize Roy and uh, Roy and Cheshire are in Tibet, and they find the original Roy Harper. Put a pin on that for now. Episodes. Can, but also, can we talk about them bringing their child to that yeah, mission? Whole, like, it's bad parenting. It's just bad parenting. great parenting. Like, that was parent of the year. Right, as like just in the baby Bjorn in the back, just like chilling while I'm slicing and dicing these men's up here, like. Right. Peacefully sleeping. Just sleeping. Like, the way she laughed. Yes, Roy's like, should I be worried that my child is like, right? Uh, it that it that it run deep in that family, y'all. It just it run deep in that family. <laughs> oh god. Um, uh, but um, yeah. Episode, episode, yeah. Which and what happened in episode six? The, I think um, but yo, no, we get to see that that neutron dude kid. Yeah, that one was a good one. Yeah, yeah. And we so get to see the the Flash family. Current, yeah, in the in the past timeline, he kills Flash. So Bart Allen goes back from goes back from the future to the past. You right. To stop uh, Neutron from killing Barry, but what you realize is Neutron gave Bart the means to stop him in the past. But Bart's next mission is to stop Blue Beetle from actually killing, uh, destroying the hunt out of the human race. And you get a fun Flash family team up. Barry Allen, Wally West, Jay Derrick, and Bart Allen. Four flashes. Yes. Yes, I love that. That was that was one of my favorite seasons. But we also get to see that uh that flat that Wally's not as fast as he used to be. And we, we get to see him out of practice. You need to put a pin on the Wally thing too, because that plays out tragically oh, yeah. towards the end. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Episode seven. Episode seven. Ooh, boy, this is hard to talk about. This is where the plot gets hot. Artemis gets back, <laughs> and um, let's see here. Artemis comes back, and she's um, she's helping the league out on a mission, and uh, they're trying to keep this satellite from going to. They're basically trying to build communication between Mars and Earth. But the the rocket gets destroyed. The notable thing this episode is Black Manta kills Artemis. Stabs her right through the chest. The team notices it. And it ain't good. And it 
it begins the craziness for the rest of the season. Right. And um oh yeah, um so yeah, this episode we also find out the real reason why Connor and McGann broke up. Uh we found out that they actually got into an argument about her overstepping and going into bad guys' minds, and that they keep having that argument. So apparently, McGann one day used her powers to make him forget about how angry he was, and for um, about her misusing her powers. And he finds out because he knows her mind touch in his um, in his brain. So he literally like finds out, and that's what causes them to break up. Um, but yeah, we that's the first time we get to see Artemis seem when we see Artemis die, and then at the end of that we get to see that um that's our first look that Art Aqualad is, you know, a part of the good guys. And that is also when Artemis takes on the the persona of Tigress, which will go on to be a great moniker. Yes, yes, that is her permanent hero moniker going forward. Um right. Episode and eight is our oh, oh, first and, and, real look into who Roy is. You realize that was their plan from jump. Wally, Nightwing, and Aqua. That was yes. their plan from jump. And Wally tells Dick, yo, something happens to my girl. It's on site. Look. What? It's on site. It's on site. Uh, join us for the, the, the podcast. Hi, Munch. All right. Oh, uh, but episode eight, yeah, we get our first real look into the real Roy Harper and how he's kind of holding up. Look, this man is this this man proves Roy Harper is going to Roy Harper no matter who he is. Like it don't matter from clone or real, he is just going to be there. Like we find. Do you want to tell them how he, he gets kidnapped? So so Roy, okay so. Green Arrow kind of loses to this in season one. He sends Roy on a mission to enter to uh, check out Cadmus. Relasia. Relasia? Is it Relasia? Relasia? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's Relasia. Okay. Either way, he gets kidnapped. They put Roy on ice. They cut a piece of his arm. The next time you see Roy is a clone, and he's teaming up with the boys. Aqualad, Robin, Kid Flash. So, right. We find out that he didn't even meet them. No. He doesn't know. Like that's that's the crazy part. He doesn't know them at all. So, um, Uh Red Arrow and Green Arrow are in the hospital trying to tell him what happened, and justifiably he's pissed. He leaves the hospital. Right. He goes to right. the uh, weapons cache, destroys it, grabs his weapon, and he's out to kill Lex. Because we're mm-hmm. about that life. Right. I mean, if but I, was I would be too. Like, I've been. Go- he was no. He was in there for eight years. We find out he was in there for eight years. Like, it is eight. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. eight. And um, yeah. and then like apparently Green Lantern looked for him. I mean Green Lantern, Green Arrow looked for him for three months. And when he found, and then he ended up. That's when he found the clone Roy Harper and didn't ask any questions. And of course, like, of course you would, because you wouldn't just automatically think, oh no, nah, this is a clone right here. This can't be him. Like, no nah, man, it's too easy. Exactly. So I can't, you can't really exactly. Feel. Yeah, and um, yeah. In this episode, we get to see the, the some of the repercussions of um 
Artemis's death in this one too, with a uh, specifically Sportsmaster and Cheshire. Like that one. Um, Those two we don't mess with it either, because like, oh, yeah, the son of Black Man that killed my kid. Yo, it's on. Game right. On. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come see you. Right. I'm gonna come see you in your shit. You under the ocean. I'm gonna come right. holler at you. Real. Right, telling him I need to kill your kid for him killing my out kid. Respect. What? Out of respect. Out of respect for my oh, rep. Oh, Get so out. One thing, well, so, so one thing you have to know too is Vandal was not letting that slide, letting that happen at all. At all. Vandal was at all. Now nah, X that a word. We need this one. I'm gonna come see you in the ship. Let me come holler at you. Right, you ain't finna, you ain't finna hurt this king right here. No, no, no. <laughs> Call the rum. No, no, no. You ain't finna hurt this black king. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I have to admit, like the sportsmaster is probably one of my favorite villains, only because, like, yo, I'm about this life. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a yeah, I did like him. All right. Like he, yeah, he about all of it. Like he's not with any of the shits. Like, and I, I love that about him. <laughs> um, but I did like the the little uh, respite that we get in between that with um, Raquel's bridal shower. That was a that was a cute little thing because we get to see all yeah. the. The women grown up, grown up. It's not the fact that I didn't care about the bridal shower itself. It's like the first time you see Rocket, she joins the team, right? The next time you see mm-hmm. Rocket, she's getting married. I'm like, there's no story progression at all. It's just like, right, when she's well, here, now she's married. Yeah. You gotta give me Technically, that. we get that, that first stunt in the first episode. Uh, technically, we get that that first part where we see the Zatanna and um, her have graduated to the uh, Justice League. We get that little moment, and we get to see them like fight in between, like little things. Like we get to see her more and more, like as the season went on. But I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, they they know they could have put more put her in more stuff, and I uh, um I didn't I like that. Okay with her if if she, I, you know what, join the team from jump, like they did with Zatanna. Yeah. I would have liked if they. I, I would have liked if she had joined in at least when Zatanna joined in. That would have been a good little jump right there. Like that would have given them a chance to. That would have given them a chance to be friends while they came in, and also give them a chance to like really flush out her character because they've never because they didn't really start flushing her character out until probably season three or season four. Honestly, season four is when they really flushed her character out to me. Yeah, and I was like. Yes, and I lo- I love that storyline. Like, they they just they just kept going there, and I just love. That's one thing I respect about um Young Justice. They're not afraid to to go there and talk about issues, but they find a way to um to smartly do it. But um yeah, back to Roy and um him trying to unalive Lex Luthor when he finds out that Lex is the one who has been basically keeping him on ice for these eight years. Like he just he has. He has security. He has mercy. Let, let right. already know this is coming. He knows who's there. So you're not going to come past mercy. No. No, not at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Alex is another one about that life. I mean, he deals with the oh, yeah. alien god on a regular basis. He worried about this kid. That part. That part. I do. I, I Capital deal, B. I, yeah. I, I deal with a regular god, a, a god on a regular basis. He ain't worried about Alex. Get out of here. Here's, here's your suitcase. You still want to keep me by all means, but I got you a little console right. surprise. A big cyborg level arm that's anime that shoots lasers. Yeah, here you go. Here's something for you for eight years. Bye. Right. Knock us off. But, hmm. episode nine. 
Ooh, that one was a pretty short one. Um, that was with Calderon's plan. Yeah, basically all you need to know is Calderon sneaks into a cave with Artemis in tow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty- uh, now she's Tigress. They uh, kidnap some of the kids. They give Nightwing some information. They destroy the cave. Yes. Uh, yeah. That right. Is to that put one? together what's happening? Right. Um, but um, yeah, in that um, and in that episode, it was a that was that little thing with Mal and Bumblebee. I kind of like their relationship. I just want to talk. I just want to say that for a minute. Um, because yeah, it's a it was a different dynamic. Yeah, because she um, because it's like yeah, he tries to spend more time with her, but she is a uh, very much. It kind of reminds me of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, kind of, because like, but in the but it's in reverse because Bumblebee is the Reed Richards in this scenario because she's a great scientist and she works under Dr. Palmer. And, like, it's not many times you get to see the woman be the one who's overworking and, like, the guys at home trying to find time to spend with her. Like, I did like that little uh, that little change that they did um, with that. But, um, yeah, let's get into episode 10. Um, that's where we get to see the beginning of, like, how Jaime's powers, how Jaime got his powers as Blue Beetle. And um, we get to see him get uh and we get to see what happens when you know all the kids are captured and taken by the reach and uh it it gets crazy um we also find out that yeah go ahead go ahead you learn about the reach now and 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 one thing i know the aqualad is officially part of the light now yes they make that very clear yeah welcome welcome to the light Right, he finally falls in. The plan comes into commence. So, Nightwing leads a team, leads the team to take out, uh, to bring, to get the kids, to get the boys back. Uh, Beast Boy, uh, Bart was kidnapped, and Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you meet Black Beetle. And proceeds to whip the holy hell out of all our heroes. I mean, this mm-hmm. dude is not playing. He, he he punches Connor in the face. He's out. He puts Wonder Girl through a wall or tries to and just bang, 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 bang. Oh yeah, that that one was that was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he said, "You want to go through the wall, Miss Martian? Mid phase. You want to go through the wall like her?" Bum, 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 like that. Bum, like that was crazy. That was kind of funny. I'm so sorry, Cassie. <laughs> but, um, oh. This, this one, can I say it? Uh-huh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> no, you're good. So, this is, um, at the end of this, we get to see miss mark we get to see aqualad seeing the team for the first time and this is the first time miss martian sees aqualad since murdering artemis or supposedly quote-unquote and when i tell y'all mcgann goes into a blind rage and uses her telepathy um to fry calderon's brain and leaves him comatose like he like she left the first quotidian and in doing so she finds out why aqualad really left and figures out that um, this was all a this was all a plan, and who Tigress really is, and this is the first time we get to see her really start to 
question her actions as oh wait maybe i shouldn't be doing this thing to these people and i kind of and that's when the story i just love it if i may oh yeah yeah she fucks up aqualad's mind like she, she yes and she finally learns her lesson mm-hmm. yes like, you need to stop playing mm-hmm like, cause she just, she just snatched people's minds like it's nothing. Like, the way she did it so fast, like, and the way, um, when she did that to the Crolotan and the way that, um, John was like, looked out the window, was like, girl, I've been working at this for days. Cause he was like, he was working at it, um, at that Crolotan for like five days. They said three or five days. And like, she just came in there a few seconds, just told him everything. I'm like, okay. Right. That part. Exactly. I'll lead the pieces. Right. Ooh, um, but oh, this is also the first time, the first episode we get to see Static Shock in that, um, and in this one, um, this one we get to see that, and we find out that um, Blue Beetle is working for the Reach, which is actually, um, and they said that he's going to be Jaime Reyes, but did we specify that that's not Jaime Reyes at any point? No, no. They they did basically they're gonna turn his. Uh, they make the plans to turn Blue Beetle against the populace. It's not he doesn't call. Yeah, but I'm saying like, did they confirm that Black Beetle is going to be him? Was him? No. no okay. No, no, no. Okay, thank you for that. I need I needed that in my soul. <laughs> no, they, I think the mm-hmm. reveal was yeah, because you do see the future at the end, and mm-hmm. you see Beetle as uh, like essentially looking like Black Beetle. Blue. Yeah, yeah. Because I just remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I love that they brought Barbara in here. Um, I love that Barbara was added onto it. I thought at first I was like, oh, she was. I thought she was going to be. I thought she was younger than Dick, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But then they they quickly established that they are dating and they are the same age. So I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. They're not dating. So I thought that too. They no, you know what? No, no, no. They kissed. No, season three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That happened season three. My fault. My fault. Yeah, yeah. They're not dating yet. Yeah. That's why he says, "Yeah, you being a dog." And side note: If you read the comic book, Dick has fucked everybody on the team. But it's a time That was a thing. They definitely did, and I kind of wanted that. I kind of wanted that for Rocket and him. That would have been that would have been a cute little couple, honestly. At least for a little bit. He's showing off that daddy back there. Right, right. Like I'm kind of offended that they haven't showed Starfire yet, but I'm gonna let it go, I guess. They basically have And they haven't showed uh Raven. That's it. No, yeah, because then that I would love to see her. Yeah, right, but like hell, they have all of the Titans on there at this point. Like Beast Boy was definitely never part of the Young Justice. And they even have Cyborg in season three. So I'm like, this would be the they need to at least like show them, give me them like a little bit. But I'ma let it go. I'ma let it go. <laughs> um, especially with him like with per um with Beast Boy in it. I'm like, this would be a perfect time for them to 
do something about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into episode eleven. Um, so at the end of episode ten, of course, we all know they free, um we find out that they freed the they freed the medicates from the facility and uh they finally hmm? nothing really happened until episode eleven. The team is in a bad spot. Despero comes to Earth and fucks up the team. They win the day. Now oh no, episode eleven is deep. Um, episode eleven is the um. Wait, I'm tripping. I'm tripping about the other. I'm thinking about the other one. Um. Uh, but yeah, no, no, my bad. I could see what you're saying. I'm about to say that's the that's the one. <laughs> I'm thinking about the other episode after. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, Mal becomes guardian. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, Mal becomes guardian at the end. No bad, my bad, my bad. No, you're good. Episode twelve, however, is oh, I remember. At the end of eleven, Blue Beetle was like, "Yo, get the scarab off of me." Yes. Um. Ooh, and Hall of Justice is destroyed as well. <laughs> like, right after, like that's literally episodes after Mount Justice. Like, that's crazy. Like, both of their both of the kids' home just got destroyed. <laughs> like, it, that was crazy. Um. But yeah, start um episode twelve is yeah, the one where they uh where Bumblebee and Adam try to take the scarab off and everything. Yeah, that one uh that one was pretty good. Um and that's also where um Lex Luthor and the Reach team we find out Luke Luthor and the team the Reach like got together and to supposedly end the world hunger. And that's also the episode where they're trying to Right. Right. And to be able to track the metagene as well. Like they 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 masterminds, y'all. <laughs> um but we also get to see uh Sportsmaster try attempt to kill Calderon um during this time and uh, because he refuses to uh and of course he tried to um of course when they, the light refuses to allow him to kill Calderon, he tries to kill Black Manta, and that's when he stopped by Deathstroke, who has replaced him as the Enforcer uh, of the Light. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah. that's, that's episode thirteen. And, yeah, yeah, uh, no, twelve. Um, 13. the the third. Mm, okay. Um, so Nightwing. Um, a Nightwing also gets a team. Um, gets that team of Tim Drake, Blue Beetle, Impulse, and Arsenal, and. Arsenal completely ruins the um the operation by blowing up the facility and like post and like yeah, basically messing up the whole spot. Right, right, and that's where we get the the green mar um the green beetle Martian uh of Mars. But um but yeah, thirteen is um the one where we get to see uh Black Mantha. That's the one where we get to see Black Mantha trying to get using Simon to help um fix Calder's mind. But they can't do it, so Artemis and the, I mean no, Artemis ends up drugging him so he doesn't find so Simon doesn't find out everything, and then of course that's when Black Manta kidnaps Miss Martian to force her to do so, and that is a good episode. I that was one of my favorite episodes to be honest, um, of her fixing his mind, and we get to see uh, Black Manta gets Tigress and. Uh, Deathstroke to kidnap um kidnap again. That that whole episode was was good. Um, but yeah, episode fourteen is when we get to meet the the Reach kids. 
the kids who were kidnapped and um sent to Star Labs. We get to see. Oh yeah, go ahead. So the Reach kids are basically, if you ever seen Super Friends, uh, they do El Dorado. Is it? Uh, yeah, El Dorado. Uh, they do Asumi, which is uh, supposed to be the stand-in for uh, uh, Samurai. He has wind powers. And then Tai Long Shadow mm. is supposed to be the stand-in for uh, Apache Chief. Apache Chief. Apache yeah, Chief. And then, of course, mm-hmm. Static Shock. Mm-hmm. Who was, you know, of course, supposed to be a, a, a moniker for Black Lightning, Black I guess. Lightning. <laughs> so, so back in the day, they couldn't, the league couldn't use Black Lightning. So they created a character called Black Vulcan. Oh my god, he had the tights. I remember that. He had the... And the yellow with the, Yes. Oh god, he had the cooch cutters, <laughs> y'all. Ooh. In uh, podcasters, I challenge you to Google this. It's a mess. He was sassy. A whole mess. He, he was sassy. I loved it. Um, <laughs> I would love to see him come back. Maybe not as Black Vulcan. Maybe it's just Vulcan. But you know, we... we we we've learned we <laughs> they've learned their lesson, <laughs> um, but yeah, we get to see like th- what very very okay, <laughs> uh, but ooh, uh, what what happened in that one? Um, we get to see. I do love the, how they changed their powers, the those kids' powers, and um, like especially with um virgil um or not virgil uh with ties like how his um he doesn't grow he just because his astral self comes out and projects it i I like that little change with that yeah i think that was a pretty cool thing like he and he can feel what happens like that's that's crazy (laughs) um but um that that on that little fight that they had um which would um and the blue beetle coming to save them um, fighting Red Volcano. That was who. That was who they were um, yes, fighting. Yes, uh, yes, trying yes. to get that Mazo virus stuff. Like, um, but then like during that battle, Blue Beetle goes too far in the battle and almost endangers the children along with the whole facility. Um, trying to fight. Uh, trying to fight Black Beetle, and that's where we get to see the first little. Uh, the first steps that Blue Beetle is kind of going crazy. Um, and then at the end of that episode. The green, um, the green beetle convinces Blue Beetle to allow him to program, well, you know, mind fucking into re- reprogramming uh the Scarab, and now the Scarab controls him, and now he works for the Blue Beetle and the Reach. <laughs> Ooh, and and the hits keep coming. I what? Episode fifteen. I love. Let's do it. I do too. Episode Go ahead. Episode fifteen. Mongo is coming to War World. The Reach tries to reach out to him. He's like, hey, we got on Earth. The Earth is ours. Blah, 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 blah. Mongol's like, listen, I'm about this life. I don't give a crap what you're doing on Earth. I'm coming in World World, and we're going to it up. That's how we get down. So the Reach is like, oh, what do we do? The heroes of Earth do everything to keep War World from uh, getting to Earth. It causes, just imagine a mass planet coming to Earth. And of course, it messes with the planet, so the heroes are handling that while the team is heading mm-hmm. to World War proper to stop Mongol. But in doing so, the Reach's first plan, first crack in their plan, they mess up because they send out the soldiers to stop Warworld from destroying the planet. And they reveal that they have an army after they told the public that they didn't. 
and then the team the team gets kidnapped at the end of the episode due to Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you forget about the whole the tri- oh yeah Arsenal yeah you forget about the tribunal of it um that tribunal that um with the Justice League um so with the tribunal of the so Justice League um are being are being defended by uh, Icon who knows intergalactic law and I kind of love that like I, I love that he's an alien who just knows intergalactic law. Like this man, I I, w- I would love that to be a, a show now. I need that. <laughs> um, but yeah, during this tri- um the tribunal, they get a notification that the Reach is coming to Earth, and the way that all the aliens react to them coming to Earth is kind of like crazy. You can tell like all of them are scared of them in some way, and they don't know what it is. So it's in that episode that they find out that the Reach are a group of aliens who took uh, who took on too much power, and they tried to take on uh, to conquer a lot of worlds. And it wasn't until the Green Lanterns uh, Corps stepped in and they established a treaty to make sure that they can no longer conquer more worlds. And instead, they can only come to planets that um, that invite them to come there. Um, but if invited, that means that Green Lanterns can never return back to that planet. Now, of course, like, uh, like my boy says, right, right. Like, that uh, that was crazy. What do you say? Did something stupid like I don't know how the whole invading force in the middle of the Pacific Ocean just chilling, right? And like, and of course, right? Just right, chilling under the seaboard, just like chilling. And why has not why has Aquaman not been notified of this? Why has he not been like that's all I was thinking. I said the same thing. But reality is, if you really think about it, because it's based on real world, mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. way that you can know that all of those soldiers are in the ocean. You know that the ocean is a very big place. Very true. They kind of specify. It's deep in the Marina's Trench. Marina's Trench is Mm -hmm. very deep. It's one of the deepest places around. Right. But this man's hot to fish. Like, you would think at some point it's like, Hey, this little like like the little flounder just passing by. He like, hey, bro, I ain't, this ain't my bit. This ain't my business. But like, I definitely saw some people in they ships down there. I ain't like again. I ain't no snitch. But like, I'm just saying you should probably check that out. Like, I'm certain that them them fish are talking. Hey, King Aquaman, King Aquaman, King Aquaman, hey man, hey hey yo, you need to go to the Pacific side. Go to the Pacific side. Go to- <laughs> hey, yo, Arthur. Right. Hey, yo, Arthur. I ain't trying to start no shit, but uh, hey, they hey, got some. The they got some ships down there. They got. They got. They got that shit in the Marinara Trench. You need to curb and go over there. <laughs> I heard something going down in that Marinara Trench over there. You need to handle that, bro. Look, but you ain't heard that from me. Oh my bad. His name is Orin. Right. Right. Just tell them. Tell them we'll start eating my people, bro. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> oh God. God Episode sixteen. The team. Two things happen. Two things are very important. And I love it because it was a, it's a string of back to back really good episodes. Nightwing is investigating the uh, what happened to the kids on World War because they disappeared. He's looking for them with uh, 
with uh, no, he's no, he's looking with him. The Blue Beetle co covered his tracks. He doesn't know. No, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, Blue yeah, because we found out Blue Beetle is the one who, um, yeah, who got them kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, right. And and Arsenal, look, Arsenal got on my whole nerves. Like I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant to talk about that. Like that man was doing a lot. Like he said, he was willing to sacrifice everybody out the airlock because he did not want to get captured. He said, he said, right. That fight or flight was real. He said, nah, nah, nah. I, I, he said, it's a body bag, bro. It's a body bag. I ain't going back. I'm like, that. that's it. Like, he said, if you're in, you're in. I'm out. Like, that's it. Like, no, don't worry about it. You don't got to worry about me. No more. Like, but, yeah. That, oh, but, oh yeah, episode 16. No, I'm, I'm so sorry, y'all. I, I was tripping on episode um 14, I think I said, when, um, that she fixes um Miss Marsha fixes him. So she fixes him in, um in this episode. So episode sixteen, they reveal that Aqualad is fixed, but they can't keep the rules up forever. Yes. What complicates that matters is Sportsmaster and Cheshire show the fuck shit up. And and yep. I love that fight between him and Black Mana, and he is giving him the business. What? He's, he's giving to the business. And then you get the, in the middle of the whole last fight, you get the best sister moment you've seen on the show. Oh, you missed me. <laughs> that was amazing to me. Like, and then that, uh, the fight where she, um, where she has to prove to Smartsmaster that that's her, that she really is Artemis. And like she does the move, and he's like, "That's my baby girl." And I was like, Ugh. "For some reason, I was like, ooh, that's so sweet." Even I'm like, it wasn't, but like for Sportsmaster, it was sweet as shit, hey guys. It was amazing. You got, you got a whole kick to the face. Hey, I'll show my dad what this means. Hold on. Right. Dad, I need you to, I need you to get out of here. And, uh, all right, I got you, baby girl. After handing that black man a whole last asshole. What? Oh God. But we get to see like, but we get to see that Sportsmaster, I guess, cares for them girls in a way. Their their family cares. They just care in their own different ways. You know, he says it's his rep, but you know, I have to avenge my my daughter. I I definitely think it's more eighty five percent his rep, and you know, the rest may be Artemis. But you know, still, he he cares for her. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we also. Uh, we, I also forget that she was um that his mother her mother was Huntress. That's that's what I also I, I also forgot. No, like I was like okay that's. I thought she was just Huntress. I think they just called her Huntress. Yeah, they um because I saw the little flashback. Um, but yeah, we also get um at the end of that episode. There's a um there's a moment where. The her Jade's mother tells her, um, you should cherish this time with your daughter because you never know what can happen. And of course that's a throw I'm mean, of course it's because, you know, she lost her daughter Artemis, but for some uh, right, but for those who don't, like that's kind of also a throwaway line to you know, how Cheshire actually lost her daughter in the comics. Because, uh, yeah, Leanne dies in the comics and it's a it's a heartbreaking moment people <laughs> but um of course she finds out at the end that she um that Artemis is alive and that gives her peace of mind or whatever but um we find out but at the end of that that's when Nightwing figures out that bat on um, that Blue Beetle is in fact working for the Reach and uh 
that's when we get into episode 17 and uh we get to see the metahumans and the um and the young justice who were also taken and we get to see what happens with that do you want to go on do you want to talk about that a little bit uh 17 basically uh, arsenal's still on the run he's dipping and dodging from the big soldiers still shame i'm about this life you ain't getting me come come holla at me Nightwing and again they make it to World War finally and they have the talk of like hey I screwed up and he screwed up so we'll fix it they ultimately save the kids they get everybody off of World War but Bumblebee tells Nightwing what happened and why they get caught up in the first place and oh yeah you also forget who saved them kids the exact words is Right, yeah, I get it. You were scared. You're right. Get the fuck off my team. Because you don't put my team at risk. Right. It, and then, but yeah, that, uh, and we also, oh yeah, let's not forget Lex Luthor, you know, training the, the escaped, uh, meta kids, Ty and all them. Um, and he is the one who actually, um, gets Arsenal. Well, he and them, well, the kids are the ones who actually go in to help save the Young Justice team. And, at the end of that, yeah, Red Arrow. Yeah, of course, as we know, Red Arrow's kicked off the, um, the Young Justice, but he's offered a team. Um, he's offered a, uh, a membership, I guess, with those kids, and you know, he ends up leaving for, with them, and it becomes, you know, a, a Arsenal arc because of a father box, and it freaks out. Uh, yeah, you don't remember? Arsenal gets off a of world because of a father box because of Lex. Because the kids. Were yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they had the mother box. Yeah, they had the um, they had the mother box. Yeah. I, oh, but yeah, let's do. Oh, yeah, eighteen. Um, so Blue Beetle continues to be controlled by the um by the Reach, of course, as we know, and uh, the gang attempt to kidnap Blue Beetle to remove his scarab, and during this, this is when they uh they really try to get control over it. Now, important things to know in this episode. Um. Miss Martian breaks up with Lagoon, Lagoon Boy, and she realizes that she isn't in love with him like she thought, or um, and she doesn't want to, you know, keep leading him on to what's not there. And this is after, and this is right at first of all, this is right after he just got kidnapped and just got rescued. Baby, give it some time. Like, let this man, let this man breathe first before you just break his heart. <laughs> but like that, that hurt me. Real, real talk. I'm going back to Atlantis. Fuck all y'all. You lucky if I don't join Black Manta. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. so basically, Satana basically reverses. If she realizes that in the temple, there's a temple that can reverse the, uh, mm-hmm. or I guess not reverse, but reset the green and black, uh, blue and green beetle, and right. basically resets them. That's all. Mm-hmm. You Right, that's all you need to know. That's that's literally all I wrote in there too. <laughs> no, so so I, I, I'm gonna say it now because it's gonna get asked me later. Episode 19 is my favorite episode of the series. Period. I give you that. Okay, I can see episode that. Episode 19. The light calls the summit to talk to the reach. The reach. I gotta do it my way. I'm gonna do it the broken way. Feel free to jump in. <laughs> the reach I got is you. like. Hey man, yo, you, you ain't holding up your end of the bargain. 
the knight was like, neither are you. You had a whole ass force under the ocean. You, you wasn't gonna tell us? Meanwhile, Aqualad's doing security. Let's keep that in mind. So they they going back and forth. It's like, yo, Black Beetle's like, listen, I kill all of y'all right now. Right? Right. Right. And in the midst of that, like, that Rachel Ghoul gives, like, Artemis a look. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. Rachel Ghoul looks at Tigress, Artemis, and realizes has a flammer charm, pulls it off of her, right? It's like, yo, that's Artemis from Young Jump. That's Artemis from the team. Mm-hmm. So, so. Blows the whole son, spot up. <laughs> yeah, hold the whole spot up. Looking at Aqualad, like, yo, are you with the white? Are you with just, are you with the lead? Which one is it? Destro shoots both of them. Yes. Black man around and, to... Oh, no, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, and it's crazy. <laughs> and it's crazy. Aqualad's has word of dad. Aqualad made, made a video basically telling him, hey, yo, F your alliance. My, 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 my team was going to mess it up for you anyway. It was a whole ass mm. plan for up ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go, I was just going to say what the whole plan was after you got done with that. Oh, it was a whole ass plan for you to come to the planet and try to claim it. We fight you back. Y'all, y'all, y'all the ones that just jumped up for a chance and thought we were weak and we about this life. Right. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, we like he Aqualad tells them the whole plan, and the whole plan was basically we find out that the light has been tricking the Reach this this whole um, this whole time, and that they have while they've been letting the Reach think they are in control, they have been systematically sabotaging them and making bigger plans for the world as they go along. Um, we find out that the light has been. Um, the plan really went into effect, of course, in season one, and that's when we find out the full breakdown of them wanting to take control of the Justice League to attack Rimbor to get Earth noticed on an intergalactic scale, and that would reach. Um, and when the Reach fell for the bait, that is the reason behind um, by them believing that put. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vandal's whole plan to this point is survival of the fittest. You, you, you right. Come see Earth. Come holla at me on Earth. Exactly, and the reason he's doing this, he believes that putting Earth on this inter- intergalactic scale will further help the Earth and its people to evolve to its greatest form. So this man, of course, we know this man is basically Apocalypse in in DC. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my God! I'm glad you said it. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Season one, I thought Vandal Savage was like a whole Bond villain, right? My man was mm-hmm. like, yo. Survival of the fittest. You want to come see me on Earth? Come right. holla at me. Come holla at me. Right. Come see me. Come see we me. got all you want. Come see my super people. Spoiler, it looks like from later episodes, Vandal's the father of everybody on some level. <sighs> my God. My God. Yes, he is the father of all. Like, and that he's black question mark question mark eyebrows eyebrows like that and for some reason that made me that i was like oh so you a master villain i kind of like it look 
He said he putting his hand in all the pots. Right. But yeah, we we um, but yeah, we find out that the re uh, the light has also um been uh undermining the reach of course uh since day one helping release medikids from their thralls and also neutralizing the reach soda that they've been producing to help um make the uh population docile uh they've been neutralizing it to you know make sure that we don't become that um but also they secretly allow the young justice to uh, um get blue beetle and green beetle um taken care of and healed and of course in this way Aqualad defeats his father and <laughs> will later defeat his ass when he when he gets up. But um they Vandal Savage tells him that plan and uh Aqualad reveals himself to be alive along with Artemis. <laughs> and uh we find out the death stroke is McGann. Yeah, go ahead, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, death stroke was McGann and they took him out at the beginning of the summit. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Wally passing down the Kid Flash identity to Bart. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. Next episode, mm-hmm. Beetle essentially winning, uh, winning for the moment. Him just teaming up side by side with everybody was so much fun. Right, it was. It was just fun. It was just fun. Oh, it was I of, and I loved Green Beetle. Him. I liked him too. Oh, I did right before we watched this. I I, I watched it right before we did this too. Yeah, I watched it like two hours before we um did this. I was like, I need to refresh myself, and I- I'm like, so glad I did. If someone was to edit the Mission Impossible theme to the reveals that happened in the episode, it'd be awesome. mm-hmm. someone do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. But yeah, so they win, and but you know, Nightwing and uh, Wally and um, Calder are having a celebratory moment, and like they mm-hmm. they beat the light at their own game. Well, they beat them for the moment. The right but yeah let's get into episode 20 the last episode of the season oh is it oh god yeah it's harrowing hurt my heart soul body uh so <laughs> young um so of course um the tribunal continues at with the justice league and the justice league are later found um guilty uh but <laughs> I think the funniest the funniest thing about that is the tribunal throughout that uh throughout the uh the little parts that we get to see of the tribunal they're try- they keep saying um well if you have any more evidence that you would love to be getting and none of the justice league realize that they're asking for bribes that like they are secretly asking for bribes the whole way through the tribunal and none of them realize that they are asking for a bribe like it's hilarious Right. And I just it just makes sense. It made sense to me that I was like Superman would definitely never understand. Him and Wonder Woman would be oblivious to them. Like, I don't understand. We're giving you all the evidence. But yeah. (laughs) Uh but then um of course we um in this episode Young Justice ends up giving the tribunal the evidence um that would, you know, help them um that would later exonerate them blue beetle and black beetle finally go into a fight 
but green beetle gets damaged and his blue beetle his beetle is gone but since he's a martian he his name what is his name bars um is able to survive through it um Huh. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool. Okay, okay. Um, what else? Um, but yeah, we get um but yeah, we all get we get an episode where all the teams from Justice League to the Runaways to Young Justice are helping to defeat the Reach. And um we get an extra caveat of like having them be <laughs> being assisted by Lex Luthor and the Light. Um, also, but, um, we get, um, but we also get a special scene with Virgil and I'm, uh, with Static Shock and Black Lightning working together, which I loved. And, um, like, and in that, like, he took Lightning tells, um, Virgil, like, if you need a side, if you need, um, mentoring or something like that, let me know. Like, and I'm like, yes, please let it happen. I need that. Uh, because yes, we need, we need more black mentors. We need that. Right. What, um, oh, what else? Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, at the end of it, okay, uh, okay, the, la- oh, the last thing I was about to say is, uh, Blue Beetle ends up, um, Blue Beetle ends up being overtaken by Black Beetle, and um, Blue Beetle miraculously is able to override Black Beetle's scarab, and he takes him out. But in doing so, he finds out that Black Beetle has enacted one last plan as a failsafe. Go in, my boy. So, the Reach decide to be sore-ass losers and be like, yeah, you know what? Y'all can have this planet, but we're going to destroy it first. So they, uh, they, they have these things called MFBs, which is Magnetic Field Generators. Basically, they destroy the, they destroy the Magnetic Field of the planet. So the team lead the kids. They all team up to stop each one. There's one left. And it's up to the flashes to, to kind of get it destroyed. But Wally joins it, and they create this phone to kind of keep the, the contain the um the contain the energy. But since Kid Flash is slower, all that energy goes into him, and they just keep running and running until finally Wally mm-hmm. himself to save the planet. By now, they don't specify exactly what happens to Wally. The safest bet: he runs into the Speed Force. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what happened. But they I think that's what happened too. No one, they don't really say what happened. The team, they bury and Bart tell what happened, tell the team what happened. Artemis, they're all crying, which leads to the end. Oof. Nightwing hits the when. Okay. Oh my bad. I just wanted to say when Artemis told his mom and dad, when I tell y'all, yeah, I bitch cried. I bitch cried like from both eyes like I I was sitting there just like I like cupping my mouth and everything guys like I was just like no <laughs> like I, 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 I couldn't take it and the way they hugged her I was that hurt my heart like and of course like that's when and that is also when we get the the um yeah like you said Nightwing quitting and we get to see that Impulse is taking on the mantle Take it back. I'm out. Right. 
Right, yeah, and also at the end of it, Lex Luthor becomes the um, Secretary of State or something of the Senate or something like that. And within that same breath, Captain Adam resigns and gives his uh, his position to Black Canary. <laughs> that was hilarious to me. <laughs> oh God! Um, but also at the end of that, cliffhanger. Oh yeah. Him and him and him and Dark Side high five each other like one of them '80s movies. Hey, what's up, my boy? What's up, my guy? What's up? <laughs> what's up? We got an alliance now, my friend, and that is that's it. Season two ends. Right. Bum, bum, bum. But after season two, we're not back for another five years. All right. No, it's not. It was not that long. So I'm looking at it right now. Endgame aired March 16, 2013. We're not uh-huh. back until 2019. Sweet baby Jesus in heaven. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I forgot. I would like to thank you for screwing the pooch on this week. What? I think my mind just like forced myself to forget about it because I was <laughs> because it was so long. Like I had to I had to block it out of my mind because if I didn't, then. It was just gonna hurt my heart, and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. But we're here now, and I'm I'm fine with them. I just need them to do to do a lot more. Um, I I just want I just want so much more from them, and I want so many so much more stories because the the way they tell stories is kind of fucking beautiful. Um, but yeah, let's get into characters. Um, like let's get into the character developments here. So um, let's get into your boy Nightwing. And how different he was from the first season. Nightwing was acting more like Batman. I can tell you. I will give you that. Nightwing was acting more like Batman, but not telling his friends his secrets. He realized he messed up, right? But then while he mm-hmm. was at the end, was like, you know what? <sighs> I can't do this. Right. But. I love that he knew that he couldn't do it. Like, cause let's be real. If that was Batman, it it has been Batman. How many times he this man lost Jason Todd and kept going and went straight in? That kind of also was a it was a strong thing of him, like him knowing that he needs a break to not be a team lead, but just to be his own hero. And I I love that because we get that first like like going into season one, like I'm mean, season three, we get like his like missions going through Bloodhaven, and I was like, okay. I was like, okay, we get to see him being an independent. Um, but for me, I like Nightwing. Um, his he was he he was acting a, a bit more like Batman with the covert stuff. I, I definitely give you that. Um, he in the first two episodes, like I could you could definitely see. <laughs> I, the literal note I put in um, for is uh, in the first two episodes, you can literally see that he is Batman's son. <laughs> but um but yeah like you can still see that he has hope in his um more than you know batman does um but but out of all of them not for my money miss uh miss martian got the best character development for the season you know what honestly yeah yeah, I, I definitely have to give that to you because um, yeah, let's let's get it, let's get straight into her. Yeah, 
Right, like I kind of loved her. Yeah, that's I did like one of the first things I put in my my thing was uh, Miss Martian is a compelling story, <laughs> but yeah, like because we get to see in this five years that she's grown how she's grown and how she's really gotten a grip on her powers, but more specifically how she uses her telepathy in ways that um, we can see that she's more experienced but also more ruthless with it, and like this is a big departure from the first person that we saw. You know, McGann who was who shuddered at the thought of reading people's minds without permission and like now she's this girl who just does it. if you're bad that's all she sees and she doesn't care about you know your your faculties like fuck all that like I, I feel like the breakup so right before the events of episode one season two I feel like the mm-hmm. breakup between her and Connor just happened maybe a year ago maybe or six months yeah they don't really specify when I would give it a I'm thinking six months ago. I'll I would give it six months to a year, cause yeah, I, I want to give them at least a little, cause I feel like she probably got with Lo, um Lagan like probably like two months after that, like not very long after that. What? Look. Right. But yeah, I, and I do love that the lesson. I love that she had to learn her lesson through hurting her friend oh, through a misunderstanding I, I i was like that's a that's a smart beat that they did for her like making her have to hurt to call the rom and find out that oh no this is this is a thing and then and even like this oh this isn't what you think it is and even then you can see even throughout the rest of the season you see her struggle to be able to use her tele- telepathic powers because of what happened to call the rom and like we see that she uses her more her telekinetics more because of it um i thought that was a good beat for her my second favorite person of the season is Blue Beetle. Easy. Blue Beetle and mm. because it's both their trial by Farrah's and they're becoming heroes. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I love their I love their arc in it. I mean I know Bart's story. Bart's just said, I'm here to save you yourself. Make it back to you. Mm-hmm. I mean right. this is his true trial by fire as a hero. Yeah. Honestly, and this is yeah, because this was low key a, a, a Blue Beetle story. Like, let's call it what it is. Like, this was low key a, a Blue Beetle story. Like, and I, I kind of loved it. Um, um, let's get into Superboy. Uh, Superboy had a, still had a pretty good arc in this one. From day one, being more like his brother every day. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see that he still has. Like, what the fuck we gotta do? Cut it out. We're heroes. Right. Like, and you can still see that he, like, still has some anger issues, but you can see that he's completely, like, he's a, he's a full, he's a different man than he was in that, um, in that first one. But also, um, one of the things that I meant to bring up in that, um, is in one of the episodes, we find out that he will, um, he finds out that in between that five year gap, that one of the reasons he broke up with, um, McGann as well is that he will always remain to look like this forever. And that um, he's immortal as well. Immortal, yeah. yeah, and like that's that's something we learned at the um in this. And I was like, "What do you say?" Until season four, right? Uh, uh, but yeah, like that he had a he had a good little season. We find out that like he that was also one of the reasons he broke up with him again. Because even though McGann didn't care about that, he he had some kind of like issue with it. But in this season, you kind of see that he's fully accepted his like. 
life as a clone and kind of started really like getting the gist of who he is as a person um but of course with the whole finding out you're immortal thing kind of drops everything makes you feel a little bit you know disoriented but i did like his art because you see him more of a decisive a decisive character and not just falling into his anger all the time i i like that beat about him that was a good beat um <laughs> Calderam. <clears throat> Go ahead. Mm-hmm. With your dad, having a good time, having living your best life, but ain't at the same mm-hmm. time. You're a whole ass super villain. Robbing and pillaging, pillaging and robbing, stabbing your friend right. in the chest. I mean, it's a whole thing. You just stuck. So, Calder's right. I liked it, but. He, he, his whole like you're just stuck but he loves mm-hmm. that so it's like uh, what do I do and you don't right. get re- any resolution to that either yeah like and I do love I do love the fact that at the end of the season he um he did admit to his father he's like I do see redeemable qualities in you but until you you know stop your um way of villainy then I, I love the fact that he at least embraced that yes I still love you as a father you're my father so I still love you but you're still a villain so at the end of the day I'm gonna do what I gotta do <laughs> you know what I mean <clears throat> um but yeah his um I thought that his story was really good um now when we find out that his when I'm not gonna lie when I found out his, he's a villain and when you find out his reasonings for a villain um you know of course with Tula's death and finding out um who his dad is and not being told that by your mentor i was like oh yeah he evil like i believed it instantly and i was like okay like i, I was like i'm okay with this because i was like i would be i would be a little bit evil too like i would have a little face <laughs> um but i do love that his his story was um compelling as well like him go because we uh, we because he doesn't say it that much but in the end of that season we do find out like he did have reservations about like helping his father and he has like he did think about at one point becoming evil but like he stuck to his guns and i do love that everybody kind of fell back into it i kind of would have loved it there was a moment where like uh, at least in the next season um you know where they like was like why should i listen to you you betrayed us for you know lord knows how long because they never even specified how long he was work, uh, working undercover for uh, um black Manta. so we just have to assume six months I would give it a I would give it a year or so because I feel like it would take a a, a a while for him to to get to get through that. I think at least I think a, at least a year. Because yeah. the way they because the way they especially with Aquaman getting a new sidekick, Aquaman, you know, Aquaman takes rarely gets sidekicks, and I feel like he would it would take him a minute to be to get over that have to get over that betrayal and then want to get another one. But. His um no low love for this year, Satana. Yeah, I was very upset about that. Um, we get that one episode, that one one ep- No, no, that's not even this episode. That's not even the season. It's the next season. Um, with um with her and Doctor Fate, but um, yeah, we don't get that much with her. That's season four. No, three. It's season three. Yeah, I, I was I was rewatching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, we don't get that much in her in this new season. Um, we the only thing we really established early on is that um she's graduated from the Young Justice and she is now a part of the Justice League with Raquel. 
but um we kind of see them shown as grown um we kind of see like the feats that we do get to see we get to see that she's like a great sorcerer now and that um we still get to see that her father is being trapped by dr faith um the her father being trapped by dr faith is still affecting her in ways um but yeah let's get into kid flash like he's all of this was coming while it was like yo artemis don't do this yo stay home you don't have to go back to the toilet artemis like i want to go back to the life i want to like and your boyfriend died anyway right and i yeah i think that was a i think that was a ooh, that was an arc that i think artemis has one of the most compelling arcs of this season as well um but when his Artemis story um is the voice of mm-hmm. reason you listen to that man. right when he died anyway. right and i yeah i think it was really like i think that was a that was a moment i and i you could tell that that that's going to affect artemis forever because especially when she's the one who wanted to get into the life and he's the one who just wanted to be home and be retired like i think that was a i think that was a good beat because it kind of it is also a role a gender role reversal as well because like we get him just wanting to be happy live a normal life and be retired um with artemis and we kind of get him being the dutiful boyfriend and it's very rare in most instances in the stories of he especially stories of heroes wanting to get back to being superheroes that we get the woman wanting to go back to it and the guy wanting to stay there it's kind of like you know like with cyclops and maddie like he wanted to go back but you know she wanted him to stay back in the house and you know be a father but like it's it's very rare that we get that and i kind of love that that was a, a beat that they took with that one um like her and Ma- um and her and Bumblebee were kind of in that similar storyline, but they they did it in a great way. Um, I did I, I did like his role of like he wasn't. I love the fact that he was in it, but he wasn't in it, and he made it a point to be like I just want to be, you know, retired. And when you guys need me, I'll come out. And you know, of course, we see that that time away put a put a stress on him, and well, not a stress on him, but with him not being trained he ends up you know losing his um his well not being fast enough to outrun the um the extra the excess energy from the um attack and that was a really good arc um that was a really good arc for them and i think that was indicative i was very much hoping that they were going to bring him back at some point in life um especially since like it was kind of like that is kind of one of his deaths in the comics like to the t like he dies like by doing something similar to that but uh but they never brought him back and i was like okay i but i get it because his death is a is a catalyst for a lot of other characters um speaking of let's get into artemis um like i said i think she had the best storyline in in the season for me um her storyline of getting out of the game and getting retired and wanting to go back i think was good um and her taking on the 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 what is it um the the mantle of tigress i thought was a really good um a good beat and it was a right it, yeah exactly and also her sister tigress cheshire i <laughs> uh, i remember when they were fighting for some reason that just hit me or i just like had a flashback of them fighting she was like tigress uh-huh like your sister i'm like okay hmm? yeah go on 
shit no um <laughs> let me let me let me think let me think oh is, is that what equates good parenting <laughs> i want with you no <laughs> no <laughs> just no throw the whole thing away like that that man is a menace that he because i can see him like training them at four years old just like getting up at five o'clock in the morning like you're going to learn how to use a weapon today like and every day is a new weapon and i though i appreciate i would appreciate it as an adult superhero as as that child as his father as his child i would hate him to my dying day <laughs> oh god um but yeah like her her story was like really good um her having to give up everything, kind of drop everything to go back into the world of superheroes and having to allow her mother and family to think she was dead. Her uh, The family episodes that they had with, um, when they find out about her was good as well. I, I loved everything. Um, but like, as season as far as season two goes, like, um, we find, yeah, I think, yeah, with the, the whole dynamic of the family, we find out that they they care in their own ways they mm, that's all that matters like how do you how do you like artemis's art this woman didn't listen to nobody she didn't listen to nobody and then her boyfriend <laughs> paid for it. that's my feeling wow you're really gonna blame her yes, yes. it was not her fault <laughs> he decided that ain't got nothing to do with him. They ain't got nothing to do with her. They were happily retired. They had a dog named yes. They were chill. And did. She was bored. She was bored and she wanted the life. And then soon as she, yes. she got a piece of life, her boyfriend got back into life and he died. That didn't mean he had to go into it. And that was a completely different mission. That, that I will stand on that. Like he decided that he wanted to go back, even though he knew, like he knew what was going to happen. Like I feel like somewhere deep down, you knew you wasn't fast enough for that. Like, the, and that was my thing. Like I, I understand he he did save the world, but like that, I don't put that on her. Had you listened from mm -mm. Her, you wouldn't be in the speed force as it goes. That's it. That's his fault. That that's that's personal responsibility. When does personal responsibility come into the factor? Cause he just yeah, like he he probably came into it. He definitely went into it with her like in the beginning of it, especially all that neutron episode. He definitely did it. Uh, I feel like I feel like he definitely did it for her then, or like somewhat. But nah, yeah, that that one was him. Like he left her to go do that mission. I was like, yeah, nah, bro. I, I already knew what was happening. Ooh, um. Who else? Who else we gotta talk about? Raquel. They didn't really do that much of her. We just get the like I said with. Right. Yeah. That's everything. Um. Yeah. Let's get into the new characters. Um. I think the only characters we have to talk about is who really had a story arc. Is Beast Boy, Tim, and <clears throat> oh wait, Bumblebee and Guardian had a little bit of a storyline. But um. Yeah. Let's get into Beast Boy a little bit. Beast. <clears throat> he had a little bit of a storyline. Um. Story arc. <laughs> Especially during that, um, the when they went to Mars, uh, not Mars, um, when they went to Ran and everything. Yeah, yeah. If anything is set, yeah, I give you that. Yeah, it sets up his storyline for them. Like I, I do love that. I, I think that was a good, that was a smart choice. Um, and like Tim Drake, he doesn't have a, you know what it is about the third, um, the new characters. 
you, they don't have a much of a story arc, but they set them up enough to where you get you get a good gist of where these characters are at and what these characters um and the opening of what these characters could lead to. And that's what Young Justice is. Like preparing other characters for the next jump cuz like if you realize like yeah exactly like and if because if you realize like every end of the season they do they introduce new characters to the um to the um arc to give it another opening for new generations of young justice and i think that's a very smart idea because at the end of that we get um static shock um being introduced as a new member of the young justice and at this one um by the end of this season we get um tim beast boy uh, tim beast boy um Cassie, Sans, Mark, and all of the others, Bumblebee and um and Mal and everybody, we get all those kind of things. Um, but let's talk about Tim Drake for a minute. I just need to talk about him. Um, I loved, I loved how they described. I, I loved how they portrayed him. I specifically love that in the few moments that we get between him and Dick. It is a um, we get to see their kind of brotherly relationship in it. Um, we kind of yeah, like we kind of see them like he treats him like we see the Dick treats him like he like how he wishes Batman would have treated him as um, as his sidekick. And I kind of loved how they um, how they talk about it, how like how Tim was nervous to lead the mission for his first time like in those like couple times that he was able to lead a mission and he was nervous but be um nightwing kept coming to him like you can do this like you were made for this like so don't worry about it like that those moments i i did love that um love that little moment for him like giving him a like we get to i love the fact that we got to see him grow into slowly grow into the leader that we'll eventually see him grow into um yeah, yeah, Bart. Oh, yes, I was. I almost forgot about him. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yes. Forty years from the future, David. So they 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 kind of changed his origin for the show. He's the grand, mm-hmm. the tornado twin, dawn and dawn, and they die in his future. No, he's the son. No, he. Yeah, he's the son. Yeah, he's Don's son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, Gary's grandson, and his his parents are dead in the future. That is that is right out of the comic book, which I love. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I, it's mm-hmm. right out of the comic book, and he does what he came to do, but essentially didn't want to tell nobody he was doing it first. I'm pretty sure he told right. Jay first, and Jay told Wally and Barry because he wasn't. Yeah, probably. With yeah, he was living with the Garrets. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, first. I need people to know. I think I've said it before, but Bart Allen is my favorite Flash. He is also. It has been said multiple times that he is the fastest, but they kind of retcon that out multiple times because that man, like, he has the ability to take people's speed. Like, and people they don't talk about that like ever again. Like, that's the thing he gets when he turns into an adult again. No, um, when. He, yeah, like um, when he's uh, um in Titans of Tomorrow, that's the first time we get to see it. No, oh, no, not bad. That's um, no, that's um, the Wally does have that, but also there was one where Bart comes from the future, or he's an adult, and he ends up taking speed as well. And I'm like, oh, okay, look at that. Um, but they established like he's one of the fastest ones, 
and um at one point he was faster than barry and like they never talk about that again and then they just like retconned to just being wally being fast being the fastest one and i'm like okay that's what's up go off but um i do love the way they portray bart and you kind of you see him in his name like he's impulsive like you kind of very much see that in his um in in the way he acts and the way he like treats him I do love his relationship. I um, where his friendship with B um with Blue Beetle, their um their relationship is kind of great. I, I loved it. Um, <clears throat> um, another people I know Mal and um Mal Duncan and um Bumblebee, aka Guardian and um Guardian and Bumblebee. Like I know they didn't have that much of a storyline, but I did love that they were introduced in and i love that mal was basically like an hq guy like even though he didn't have like powers or a costume or moniker he still was like their hq and like allow um and was basically helping them um but yeah and of course we don't and we don't even we kind of see him grow into a hero and we get in by the middle of the um by the season of in episode 11 that's when we finally get him as the guardian which was previously jim harper's uh costume but yeah, like I kind of love Bluebee, um, Bumblebee's like kind of Reed Richards kind of feel. I kind of like that she was, she kind of was the one taking urgency, um, taking more urgency in it. Which one? Kid? Oh yeah, cause she is pre- she um no she's pregnant. That's um that no season three is when she's pregnant. Oh, now I gotta remember that episode. Now I got let me because you already know I'm already I'm already halfway done with rewatching uh season three. So well, we I'll tell you, look, there's no flaws. I'll tell you what it is. It's when she's saving her kid. Oh <gasps> yes! Oh my God! Okay, I remember it. Oh God, Antonio, Antonio, Antonio! I remember it. It just all flushed in my mind. Yeah, that was some Reed Richards. That was some Reed Richards shit. Oh my God! Yeah, you were right. Oh what? Oh what? Oh look, that might have to be a video. To be honest, I had to go hold you because that was that was a moment. Um, when you find out, I, I was clutching my pearls. I was like, "Girl, what you doing?" But yeah, y'all, wait till we get into season three. <laughs> wait until we get into season three. So, so with that said, season three. Crazy. Those are one of my favorite seasons. That's crazy. Cause I loved it. I, I, I felt like, like when they came back, I was like, okay, guys, now you got Like we need to start to that because now there's like me personally. This is my opinion. Yeah. This is the opinion of the one Antonio. <laughs> Argue with me. Antonio like Grand too. One TikTok. Anyway, uh, it's time. I knew they, they like. You're not guaranteed to come back on TV. You're just not. And I yeah. feel like these guys, while they gave you a complete story, yes, but they left way too many plot points. 
That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I, I want the show to continue forever, but realistically, it can't. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Like I, I just, I don't know. The reason I, I think I love this um, third and fourth season more is because the topics they bring up in it i keep saying it but like the topics that they bring up in it and the way they handle the certain topics while keeping it to a superhero theme is very very powerful um like without spoiling a lot of things but they talk about the topics that they bring up in it is very like kind of mature for the for for a superhero show let's be real like they they get into we kind of get into trans uh trans rights and like you know a trans a kind of a kind of trans character we kind of talk about gender we also get into the sexualities of characters and right oh we get into that very yes mm-hmm. yeah we get like mm-hmm yeah, go no, go Season ahead. Season three is gonna have me sitting down and watching because it's a lot to happen. Mm-hmm. Dark side of it all. Dark side yeah. presence known in three, not like on screen, but I mean like not like attacking the team, but more like right because this apocalypse shit is coming. Right, and that's what we get to find out a little bit more about the light and who the light, um, how the light originated, originated. And we get the real story of Vandal Savage, of course, in that as well. And that's also one of those things I liked. Um, they the way they like every um episode, like literally, like in the last two seasons, like every four episodes, they learn they found a way to switch it up and switch it into different like volumes, but also make the side B stories um a part of the whole overall, you know, plot. Like, um, the Vandal Savage flashbacks that they show throughout, like, season three and season four are great. I, I, I loved it. When you find out about more about him and how, um, the Lords of Order and Chaos work and everything, it gets so good. Uh, and yeah, I just, I, I loved it. Um, and I, yeah, but I, I just love the, the full metaphor of what they do, um, and how they present it. Um, and because the, they're honestly teaching kids about these things in a way that that people don't come off that doesn't come off as harmful or trying to you know force something on somebody it just comes off as uh, it's a superhero issue it they put real world problems with a superhero kind of explanation but give it a way to to where you can understand it and kids can understand it and it's it's beautiful to me honestly um but let's get into these questions you want to do some questions before we get out of here all right. So, who is your favorite character of this season? Uh, Blue Beetle and Bardock. Mm-hmm. Impulse. Impulse. Okay. 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 Um, mine has to be. Huh? You know what? Uh, I always stand on Calder, but um. To be honest, my favorite uh, person this season was Artemis, okay. and that I, I never thought I would say that. But yeah, I, and that that's a real time answer because I, I when I tell you I was actually going to say I was like, oh no, Tim Drake, <laughs> offer it. But like I was like, oh no, Tim Drake, or um, and then it was going to be Kyle Rom. But no, 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 Artemis was definitely it. Um, yeah, her story was good. Um, 
Who do you think had the best character development of the season? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. It's for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was gonna say, wait. I was like, Artemis may have been that for me too. But honestly, um, yeah, for good or bad, like Miss Martian had the the best character development. To be honest. Um, now, what is your favorite episode of the season? I told you, summit. So, yeah, the summit. Yeah. Every reveal, every every reveal. Every, mm. just, just play the mission impossible. Summit is my favorite episode. Easy. Ooh, okay. Okay. Now, ooh, for me, I don't know. Um for me it would either have to be the episode where um she fixes Calderam's mind or You know what? Um, yeah, I think it would have to be that one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick about that until I inevitably change my mind and be and think about it later. <laughs> um, and the last question: um, What do you think about season two overall compared to season two, season one? So season two had its had its bumps because you gotta have to get over the five year bump. But once once you mm-hmm. got rolling. Now you got a lot of plot points out there, and you see, and you see, and you see in season three, there's a lot more. So right, it's, it's time to start wrapping up your end, man. It's time to start wrapping your ends. Not to mention there was a legit five year gap between seasons two and three in real time. Literally, literally. And you, what about you? I, I, I don't know why I love that they uh they found a way to mix that in there, but I. Even though I hated it, but I was like, now that time has passed and I have, I've had some distance from the situation, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I guess it happened. <laughs> um, but overall, I liked it. Um, of course, like like we like we were saying, um, that five year gap was fucking me up. I'm not gonna hold you because um, I had to I had to genuinely get over that. Um, but honestly, it was I think it was a good um, it was a good next step for them. Um, at least going into it and that was also when i i think the 16 hour thing um plot was a smart idea i think that was a great little thing because that's why it's always good to rewatch them because to my to my knowledge i'm i don't know why i always thought like oh they still haven't figured out what happened in that 16 hours but rewatching that was like oh no we already established that like episode two like uh and i i kind of love that um but yeah i think it was a it's every character had a good transforming moment or a good jumping off point to where we see how different they are from the person they were to who they are now because even with Nightwing you like you said you see more that he's he's picked up on more of Batman's traits kind of a lot um and like we get to see a little bit more of who they are who they've grown into so yeah I kind of like that um but yeah that's that's it we that's that's a wrap for season two and it is this was fun this was it was uh we are sorry for the long episode y'all but um we hope y'all enjoyed it all the same don't be sorry no enjoy this episode let it inject right and then tell us about it 
on the life rants and geek culture page. Tell us that part. Aaron's page, King Krakoa, on TikTok.com, or tell me at Antonio Life Rants 82 on TikTok or IG. But be respectful. That's all we ask. So, all we ask. Because I will see you. I will come see you. Listen, I will show up in your house. Right. Right. Because even though, even though I abhor, even though you know, I don't do confrontations. I don't do violence. But um, but if I need to, <laughs> that is a different story, and I just need the world to know that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Period. We're getting out of here. Yo, I'm your host, yeah. Tokyo Augusto. And I'm your host, Aaron Rose. We hope you enjoy today. Peace. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>